This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. The members broadcasting these episodes live in New Mexico and Colorado, the traditional territories of the Pueblo and Ute peoples. We acknowledge these are unceded lands with communities who continue to maintain connections to these places and recognize their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. Learn more about Pueblo culture at indianpueblo.org and Ute culture at utepac.com. That's U-T-E-P-A-C dot com. I summoned you, please come to me Don't bury thoughts that you really want I fill you up, drink from my cup Within me lies what you really want Come, lay me down Cause you know Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present Monster Hearts, The Next Generation, featuring David as the mortal, Rainy as the ghost, Santiago as the werewolf, and Kenny as the vampire, with Dez as the MC. Episode 4, If I Could Change the Way That You See Yourself, You Wouldn't Wonder Why You're Here, They Don't Deserve You. Content Warning our season of Monster Hearts may include depictions and discussion of sexual assault, domestic violence, stalking, physical violence, and identity-based discrimination and harassment, as well as other activating topics. We encourage you to care for your safety and well-being while listening. Yes. <laughs> Highly influential. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here for this next session of Monster Hearts. And... Um, yeah, we're ready to ready to do this. So I like to just do my little readings. Um, just a reminder of the agenda for this game is to make each main character's life not boring. Keep the story feral. Say what the rules demand and say what honesty demands. Any questions on that agenda? You're all good. None. Okay. Just a reminder that we have safety tools in place as well. So if you are concerned or kind of activated by something that is upsetting during the game feel free to either say x card or you can use the session chat um, channels i created for each of you if there's something that comes up you can just ping me there and we'll move the action elsewhere and figure out the best way to proceed and um but the hope is that we have a safe space here that we can explore these themes that can be super intense at times uh any questions about that y'all are good okay mm -hmm. okay and uh, let's see here so i'm gonna go into do you want to hear reasons to play again or are you feeling ready to play i'm ready ready you ready. know why we're playing y'all know why we're playing okay I'm ready. great i am going to get some music going here so uh, we had a pretty action-packed session last time with our little monsters, and there was a lot that was going on. Even though it was one 
one pretty much one act well several actions but one scene <laughs> we figured out a way to do the pointillism uh effect i think of that scene <laughs> um if you look really close you'll see all the little decision points that you made that comprise that whole amazing epic uh scene of riley uh in the well along with Le lenore and with autumn and lucian looking on and uh getting caught in the fray at times which i thought was pretty fun uh i think y'all liked it as well <laughs> so <laughs> to a certain, um, a certain value bucks. liked yes yeah 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 we like squirming uh, <laughs> yeah do you like squirming and being like am, am i dead am i alive i don't know okay so we're dealing with the aftermath here and and i don't know if it's just this game or other games but this game has a way of balancing itself out so i think like as much as that was last episode was all about these physical actions, we're here to deal with the aftermath. And those things come out in behavioral ways, mental ways, and emotional ways that we're going to explore. So I'm curious, um, just to get a consensus here on, on the best starting point here, because I, I have ideas, of course, but I kind of want a consensus from the group as to what do you think would be the best place to start? Uh, for this session as we're kind of dealing with the aftermath of what Riley had gone through and what you all had experienced and what Autumn had gone through as well. Um, and Lenore, I mean, y'all y'all went through it, okay? Every single one of you went through it. So not singling any single person out, but because I think Riley went into darkest self, that seems like the most mm -hmm. like, whoa, okay. But Autumn, you were almost, I mean, you were maimed. Uh, well, yeah, here's a question actually. So yeah. Um, the way that the rules work is, you know, I took max harm and so I skirted death. Now that mm -hmm. means I erased my harm. Does that mean, you know, and then, and then these PB and J games like to talk about the fiction, right? Like what's going on in the fiction, right? So does me erasing harm mean that suddenly I'm totally better? Like, oh, it looked bad, but it wasn't as bad as all that. Or, yeah, I, or uh, is the fiction saying, no, it was that bad. It's just that your harm is now reset to zero because you're no longer in danger of dying. So, um, you know, you, you're kind of getting a fresh start. But yeah, you know, you're, you know, you're in the hospital, basically, you know. Yeah, what, I mean, I think I, I kind of feel like I feel like it's a combination of both. So I feel like, like any good, like, you know, drama, teen drama, it's like, oh my God, are they dead? And then you're like, oh wait, no, they're not, but they are definitely in the hospital, right? Um, <laughs> like, sorry, but it's like that scene in, there's a Vampire Diaries episode where one of the side characters gets like fully stabbed with a butcher knife in the belly. She goes to the hospital, yeah. they patch her up. And then literally the day she gets back from the hospital, she is shifting boxes, like moving boxes out of her closet. And I'm Love just it. like, no. That's yeah. not how that works. I don't care yeah. if they stitched you up. If you had an abdominal wound, you would not be lifting shit for like two months, at least. Oh no, my body wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the thing that holds my entire torso together. Oh well. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm gonna just- yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think uh, to answer your question, David, I think it's a combination. Like, I think it was like in that episode, obviously Autumn was like really, harmed i mean yeah. you were sh you were shaken it, it was bad and lucian took you away um to his chateau uh to recover and um, <laughs> <laughs> right the chateau and yes so that's happening so so i'm curious and, and briefly um what mm. what 
point do you all think would be a logical place to start the story? Because I have my own ideas, but you all are playing this. So what do you think? I might be in the minority and saying this is a new episode. Like we just cut away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's just like the next day at school (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Right. Yeah. A week later. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I like it. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do y'all, what do the rest of you think? I mean, yeah, I'm down for the opening scene to be Mr. Vega writing consequences on the, on the (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was, that that. was what, that's what I was going to be, but, um, I just wanted to hear what y'all had to say. Being so so mad, he like runs out of room and has to like backtrack. (laughs) Or or the letters just start getting smaller. (laughs) He's all pissed off, writing it all huge. I, in my imagination, everybody was in the hospital waiting room because we had all come to visit Autumn, who ended up there after mm, going to Chateau Lucien, and then like realizing, like, oh, I don't actually have medical expertise or equipment here, and this is not the appropriate place to convalesce when you're so gravely wounded. Maybe we mm. should get some professional or something like that. Anyway, and, and that would be the cutaway where it's like the the waiting room drama of everyone mm-hmm. there because there's parents there there's teachers there there's like you know mm-hmm. all the friends and stuff showing up and all that yeah but like next that. day at school is also mm-hmm. um is also cool it mm-hmm. makes me wonder if Ad- if autumn would be there if she is there are there crutches involved or whatever like you know <laughs> i mean that's yeah. sort of stuff so there's a lot of potential in the classroom setting for mm-hmm. juicy yeah. Drama that serves the narrative. Indeed. And, and the fiction. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. So, Splendid, uh, yes. <laughs> Sereni, what do you what do you think? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I have a preference uh, for where we start or anything. Okay. I don't have any specific ideas. Okay. Okay. So, centering this around school, I think is important to do. So I love the waiting room idea. Absolutely love it. Um, And I also want to push the narrative along, right? Like I want things to kind of keep moving. And so I like the idea of Autumn, maybe um, in terms of the um, extent of your injury, um, how, how bad do you think it was and like, what would you be how long would it take you to recover do you think like we can talk about it like what wounds did you get and i can help you with like how long it would take to recover um i think we were you know basically saying that it was um what do they call it like worrying the leg right like it was just it was just on her leg Mm -hmm. so torn up and i was wearing blue jeans which probably helped honestly a little bit um so it probably just tore up the the pants leg and a a couple of really bad bites you know it's like getting mauled by a dog right you you have some some pretty bad bites um well this is bigger than a dog though yeah well a big dog (laughs) getting mauled by a big dog i'm gonna Uh, say no i'm gonna say wolf um i'm gonna say it was a wolf creature yeah not, not a wolf-sized dog. Um, no, no, totally. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just. I'm okay. just thinking. It's like, what kind of injury could it be that wouldn't be like, 
putting me out of action for <laughs> the next two months of the timeline. Or whatever. Well, that's where the question of, of well, oh, what were you going to say, Santiago? Oh, just that you'd have puncture wounds from mm-hmm. various shapes of teeth. Exactly. That. And I don't think that there was a whole lot of like chomp, chomp going on, right? Like yeah. you had said, it was a worrying thing. So it was the chomp, right? And then so yeah. those punctures happened. And then it was like the, the shaking and stuff like that. So you have the pressure as well. So you have basically a bear trap type of wound. But then also with the shaking, there's that back and forth and the scissoring of the dog molars and stuff like that. So there were definitely some yeah. pretty deep lacerations going on. If yeah. not like a so. bruised bone, like the bone was bruised um, extensively. Sure, right. sure, sure. Um, maybe, maybe some hairline, maybe a hairline fracture, maybe. maybe. Um, but I think, so, but I think crutches definitely appropriate, you know, for the time well, being. Well, before we get into that though, mm-hmm. Like Lucian said that there was something that he could offer you that would help you. So what (laughs) did that happen? Um, How did it happen? And how did it help you? Did you accept it? Did you accept Lucian's help? Um, Oh boy. That is a yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to leave it. Obviously, totally up to you because that's a yeah. big change for your character. And right. um, I'm also okay with like, <laughs> I'm okay with not knowing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can decide later on, and it's a big twist for everybody or whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, that gets into the question of of the administration of vampire blood. Is it for healing purposes? What's the process of turning into a vampire? Does mm-hmm. Lucian even know what that is? Uh, is it even a mystery to him? Like so, so just like with with other things, um, we just want to check out the parameters and then see how this ended up helping or hindering Autumn or Lucian. So if you were going to it, when you, uh, when Lucian asked to like, Hey, I can help you in a different way. Mm-hmm. What was the, what was Lucian proposing? Uh, I mean, I was proposing turning her into a vampire. Oh, so oh, it's not just like give them blood and they'll heal their wounds. It's like, yeah, this will turn you into a vampire and therefore heal your wounds. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think that there's a way for me to heal her without turning her into a vampire. Interesting. Has it ever been tried? Or yeah, that's that was my next question. You're not question. like aware of that? Like because mm-hmm. if Autumn you rejects talk- your proposal, yeah, maybe be like, well, what if would we you talk to else? sorry to interrupt you, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're good, sorry. Um, would you talk to Marcel like if that did you do you feel like ta- talking to Marcel like can I heal this person without turning them into a vampire? Is that even up for debate? Because if it's like it absolutely not, then we're gonna have to go another direction, depending on what Autumn wants to do. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. So, do, are you guys aware of vampire lore that lets you drink a vampire's blood without turning into a vampire? Yes. The whole premise of the strain, um, the vampires in that their blood is actually 
bite and it's a worm type of parasite that propagates the the illness and um the white has curative properties and the master is like the top vampire and all that and he can bestow upon his renfields for lack of a better term um yeah you know uh like he'll he'll do the thumbnail cut on the finger thing give him a drop and all that and it like regresses their age by so many years with each dose heals all their wounds yeah that's similar to world of darkness i mean in in world of darkness with vampire there's variations on what the blood can do and so Mm -hmm. i mean i mean rainy you can speak to that since you're aware of a lot of that lore if you want to share a little bit well, no, I just, as soon as he was talking about giving me blood, I was like, ghoul, ghouly, ghouly, ghouly. Ghouly, ghouly, Same. Ghoul, ghoul. So in ghouls, so, so, so ghouls in, in, in Vampire the Masquerade, basically they get blood um, from vampires and then they can just like, they just become um, kind of... Um, best way they they become dependent on the blood because it extends their life it gives them kind of pseudo powers strength um you know they don't age um once the blood is taken away and their supply is taken away everything comes back tenfold right magnified age even just to decrepitude or death um so so that's kind of our (laughs) that's like my and then just thinking about other ways that blood is used um you know, like in tr- if we want to talk about true blood and the way that they do, they do all these workarounds with the blood. You, you basically do get turned into a vampire if you ingest it. Um, so um, yeah, it's up to you, Kenny. It's your you are the vampire, so you can set I, the parameters. I am, but David's character is more affected by it than I am. So I'm gonna put the ball in David's court. Like okay. if 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 Autumn wants to drink my blood, what will happen to her? I'm gonna leave it totally up to you. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so David, what do you think? Um, I'd like to gaze into the abyss. Okay, so Lucian's offering you this, right? Mm-hmm. This gift, quote unquote, something to help you. Mm-hmm. And so so you're giving it back to me. So I'm the <laughs> abyss. I'm no. the abyss. Well, you are the abyss. But yeah, what I'm looking for is um a, a clue as to what might happen if I were to drink vampire blood. Okay. Yeah. And I think, hmm, why don't we, why don't we double down on this? I'm going to invoke my downward spiral move. Okay. So let's talk about that. One harm to add two to my gaze into the abyss roll. Okay. So that gaze in the abyss, you may cause yourself one harm. Uh, add two to your role. So, so how do you? So you're sitting in the chateau. Let's let's set the stage here. Yes. So you're in the chateau. You're you're in this. You were in the bathtub. Did you yeah. get moved to another place? Did Lucien put you on some type of bed somewhere, or are you still in this bathtub? What do you? What do you? And and Lucien, you can interact with this whole scenario because you're part of it too. I think I think if we're gonna pick up right where we kind of left off, she'd still be in the bathtub. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So because I I like the because I like the um the the flipping of the script. The mirroring. Like, yeah, uh-huh. the mirror yeah, of like yeah. that's where she found me when when she saved my life, and now mm-hmm. this is where she's at when I 
am offering to save hers. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, There's all these so. handy glass shards around for any bloodlettings that may be, may become <laughs> well, necessary that, as well. That's the thing is that I think the blood. I think the one harm just comes organically because it's like I am still like oozing blood, right? There's I'm still yeah, you're woozy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the tourniquet is not holding as well as you might hope. Yeah, so I'm I'm like on the on on the brink of consciousness anyway, and Lucian is sort of swimming around in, in my vision and there's blood that's pooling at the uh you know along the, the bottom of the bathtub yeah and you, there's this like buzzing in the background it's your phone yeah that's right buzzing in the background. Also, tourniquets hurt like fuck yes yeah. they do i've heard so yes. <laughs> it's Absolutely. already painful yeah all right all right so, and to my to my mind's eye comes these visions of what will happen if I accept this deal with the devil. And wow, that's that's a, a very... fifteen. So, mother, may I play with danger? <laughs> All right. So the abyss shows you lucid visions, and you take one forward into addressing them. So even if this is unbeknownst to to um, Lucian in terms of what the vampire blood does, in your altered state of gazing into the abyss, you see that there is a combination of feeling physically well again. Is this just a hope that you have? Or is this real, right? These are lucid visions, correct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so, but you are whole again, physically whole again. Like, weirdly fast. Like, weirdly quickly. However, it also, like, there's also this strange sort of winnowing out. So, like, you're, you're basically, like, kind of coming in and out of consciousness as this is happening. So, like, things get really small tunnel vision, where you kind of hear Lucien walking around, it's like echoing in your in your ears, and then it kind of gets wider where like, oh, like the lights are on again, and you're like, okay, I can kind of see what's going on around me. And then it just kind of goes back and forth. But as you're kind of getting like when things kind of like fade out, if that makes sense, you're getting these like kind of pictures of yourself regaining your strength, feeling more vital, and also um there's like a shadow behind you as well. Like just really like dark shadow, so to speak. Um, <laughs> right. That's sort of like on your back. Okay. Okay. Well, then in that case, um, I would I would consent to drinking Lucian's blood, but not to having my blood drink, drunk. Drinking, drunken in. Drinketh. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so so what do you do? You have one forward to act out on, on this information. Mm, okay. I would like to turn Lucian on. Yes. All I was right. just gonna say that. Yep. <laughs> turn me on, dude. Turn me on. <laughs> turn me on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take his hand, and and put it to my mouth, and actually like 
I don't know, suck on his thumb, I think. Yeah. What? Yeah. Take, yeah. Take oh, thumb okay. Mouth. Sorry. I was... Okay. <laughs> Didn't mean to turn you on. No, I... I'm not. Uh, trust me. Um... <laughs> trust me. How dare you? All right. So uh, I'm right here. My string, sadly. I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to visualize this so I can communicate it effectively. Okay. Well, let me let me make my roll. We'll yeah. See what happens. I mean, you're attempting to do this. Yeah, it's I am fine. attempting right. to do this. All right. This may so, come off as really creepy. Well, working on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right. wait, 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 wait. So, so you're gonna do this roll. You're in. Okay. So Autumn, you are in the bathtub, tourniqueted going in and out of consciousness yes. lucian you you kind of like you guys go in for a kiss but you don't kiss you that was your sex move you you mm-hmm. moved away yeah and then you were kind of like trying to figure out what do i do about this this girl i mean she's like totally like like she's she's pretty she's in pretty bad shape but i do have one thing that could help her so you offered that to her verbally are you still like by the bathtub like you're kind of like crouched near the bathtub and like looking down and talking to her yeah, I'm kind of crouched near the bathtub, and okay, okay. I guess like, like, because my whole thing was my cursed blood, right? Yeah. So, I'm really conflicted about doing this, right? About about her, and I'm like, I have something that could help you because I think she's mortally wounded. So I guess like, yeah, everything we had talked about prior to this episode, where like she's just in crutches and the blue jeans stopped the werewolf by like that doesn't we're not sure yet we're not we're sure not yet. sure yeah. where that's yeah. at so yeah. to to lucian she's mortally wounded and um i've already killed her best friend and her her frenemy yeah um so yeah i'm like i'm like i could like i could save you i you know i couldn't save your friend but i could save you mm. but because you're crushing because you're crushing on autumn i'm crushing on autumn and i'm like Ooh. Yeah. yeah, it's my condition, baby. And mm-hmm. so, which you can exploit to get yeah, bonuses. And, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> and, uh, but like I said, this is like my cursed bloodline. So I know that there's risks involved, and I don't know what that's going to look like. And I'm not going to talk to Marcel about it because he doesn't mm-hmm. get it. Right. And, um, so yeah, this is definitely a, um, a rock and a hard place for Lucian, mm-hmm. I think. Okay, so you're crouched by the tub. All right, Autumn, are you gonna go for this roll? Yeah. So I just I'm, wanted I'm to set the scene. I wanted to just set the scene. Thank you. Like, I appreciate yeah. it. So I am taking my plus one forward to addressing this abyss gazing. I'm also leveraging crushing on Autumn. That gives me another plus one. <sighs> so unless I roll snake eyes, <laughs> I'm gonna at least get a partial success here. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Succeed. Okay. Okay. So what do you do? What do you do? Well, so I gain a string on Lucian and then he has to uh, choose a reaction from below. Yeah. I give myself to you. I promise something I think you want. Or I get embarrassed and act awkward. Yep. Oh man. I think I feel uh, when, so, okay. So like my thumb is cut mm-hmm. and I'm like, I've probably, um, do you want my thumb? Are you like, do you literally want to, do you just want to suck on my thumb or do you want me to like cut the wrist or what do you want me to, how do you whatever, want Yeah, whatever you want to do. I just, I just want the blood, however you want to go about it. Okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. You guys are like jumping over things. Okay, so. Well, I gotta set the scene. I gotta, 
my that's, brain's got to be that's there. that's what i'm trying to get to that's what i'm yeah. trying to do right now so 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 autumn you turn to lucian right mm -hmm. after he says this correct yes right yes mm -hmm. and 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 then and then what do you do so like i say i just i just silently take his hand okay and I move it up to my to my mouth and then i'm sucking on his thumb and either either that's the turn on move and then we can okay. even open up his yeah. wrist or whatever you know okay, okay. cool okay. cool right. i like that i like that okay all right so okay. then so lucy what do you do um so the i guess the rest of my fingers probably go around her jawline for okay. a moment and okay. i'm closing my eyes i'm in it okay uh, so you're giving you're good. giving yourself you're giving yourself to her yeah mm -hmm. and Whoa! Okay. And uh, and then I take I take my thumb out of her mouth and uh, I drag one of my fingernails across my wrist. It opens up the vein, and I hold I present it to her, and then I guess she just silently takes it and starts drinking. What do you is that what you do, Autumn? Absolutely. Okay. okay. All right. And, so yeah. And as I'm doing this, I am like you know I'm in ecstasy kind of oh. you know like this is a big deal. This is probably okay. like what other people would get out of sex like this is what i you know that's the feeling that i get out of this okay got and, it and um uh but at the same time i'm like totally uh torn apart doing this i know that i'm passing cursed blood to autumn and uh you know after a few seconds of her drinking i like rip my arm away from her and um you know, I totally like, I like clasp my wrist and like turn around. I've got like one shoulder, like way hunched up and I kind of take on this monstrous, uh, deformed kind of, uh, silhouette. Ooh. Um, and, uh, you know, as I'm glancing over my shoulder my hair is like real sweaty and kind of like sticking to my face. Mm -hmm. And, um, I say, um, I say, I shouldn't have done that. Ooh. And then Can I explore that a little I, bit. Yeah. Just a, yeah. just a little bit about like I, I'm just I don't okay if I'm jumping the gun here, wholly apologize. I just I'm super curious about Autumn's participation in that because you see you had to wrench your arm away and stuff like that and kind of draw it back in mm. that lovely description and stuff like that. Was she like voracious in yeah. that? Was it like a you know? ecstasy at first and then a like oh holy shit like slow down this could be bad like you know like what yeah that's yeah. what i was gonna that's what i was gonna ask autumn so so, so lucian so yeah that's where i was going so lucian um so you're turning away and you're you say i shouldn't have done that um does it is it how audible is that how quiet is that quiet or loud or you know it's it's a it's a mumble it's okay. a mumble like okay. as it's more it's not towards her, it's more towards me. Just general, yeah, 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 got it, okay. All right, and this monstrous shape, like what, uh, are your features more like bestial or are you just kind of like more Nosferatu-ish or like what What does that look like? Kind of a mix between like Nosferatu-y, but like also my, I think my, um, my visage kind of turns like bat-like yeah love it. um yeah um okay. so that more like uh you know when i was when i was dealing with riley i was more tuned into my wolf side my yeah. lupine side and yeah yeah this is way more like the vampire bat yep 
Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. kind of where I'm at. All right. So, you, but you're, yeah, you're in shadow, um, and she cannot see this, but she sees maybe if she's aware, aware enough. Well, we'll get to that in just a second, but she doesn't see this. She just sees maybe the contorted yeah. posture. Okay. So, Autumn, you grab a hold of his wrist, and what do you do? So, yeah. So, without even really knowing why I'm doing it, I just clamp down on the on the vein, on the gushing wound, and I can feel the the blood flowing into my mouth, and I'm just I'm. Is it warm or cold? It. Yeah, um, I was just thinking that too. Um, it's like gazpacho. It's, it's, it's borscht. <laughs> so spicy. Um, <laughs> borscht. Oh man. Appropriately colored, right? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it is, I think, I, I don't think it's warm, right? Because it's, he's a vampire, but it's, um, yeah. so it, it is, it is, um, ooh, yeah, I got it. Okay. So it, it is, it's like ambrosia, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's just this, um, amazing, um, sensation. And so I just, I don't want to stop. Mm -hmm. But then the minute he wrenches, sorry, it's Lucian, he or they, I forget. He. Both. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm everything, he honestly. He's a okay. He he yeah. okay. Uh, so the minute he wrenches his uh, wrist away, like, it suddenly tastes like cold blood in my mouth. And it's disgusting. <laughs> right. Oh, so Ooh. it's the contact with, it's the contact with the vampire's body right. that mm. makes the blood do what it does. Interesting. That's oh, interesting. I fucking love that, dude. And That's so like, as, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's yeah. not hot in terms of temperature, but it's hot, like electric, yeah. spicy type it's of electric. Hot. Yeah, it's electric Ooh. for sure. Mm. So, oh so, so then, excited. so then Lucian, like, you know, with cause goes back yeah. into the shadows. <laughs> yeah. I'm too busy, like, gagging to notice this transformation. Okay. Right? Oh, like, I've slid yeah. down into the bathtub and I'm okay. wiping my mouth and I see this blood on my hands. And then for the first time, I see my phone screen like shining through the the fabric of, of my jeans pocket. And so I, I I dig my phone out and I can see like, you know, 72 text messages, you know? <laughs> and um, and so I, I'm I'm like swiping on the on the cracked screen and it's leaving like a bloody thumbprint across the screen as I as mm -hmm. I pull up my text messages. Okay. And because I'm now no longer on the verge of of unconsciousness, right? Yeah, so like physically, suddenly I have my wits about me. And I'm realizing everything that just happened, and I'm realizing where I am, what's going on, and I'm feeling like I need to get home, and I need to tell my mom that I'm okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you look down at your leg, it looks mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Like nothing happened to it. Mm. Um, the one thing you do feel, though, is this strange weight on your chest. It's like as though you were like in a smoky woods or something like you're just feeling this very heavy weight on your chest but yeah otherwise you feel you feel like you can get up and walk around and yeah the bleeding is stopped obviously um okay so so lucian how are you recovering from this I think when Autumn, like, I think when Autumn uh, gets done checking her phone, like she's, you know, looking down at her phone, leave bloody fingerprints and stuff mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. When she looks up, I'm gone. <gasps> oh. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Uh, love it. I've totally disappeared. Okay. Where and, do you go? Um, I think I'm. I'm in the chateau's like. This was like the most grand like ballroom of the chateau, and now it's like the most like rusted, dilapidated, fallen area. I think um, some of it's exposed, so yeah. like mm-hmm. like basically like an or, a, like a corner that may have been overlooking the cliff that had been supported by foundation is no longer there. So you have a Definitely. full view of the bay. Yeah. Um, standing there. And um, there's okay. a big section of like totally ripped apart uh, chain link fence. Yeah. That, like the government had put out there, and yes. I, you know, some something happened and it's been ripped apart. Okay. Um, and I'm just like in the middle of this room, like on my knees, sobbing. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, you cry blood tears. Do you cry blood tears? Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Do you wipe not, them away? Not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> do I wipe them away? No. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just like, yeah, crying. just like a big, yeah, I'm just in a big hunch in the middle of the room crying. Okay. So you suddenly feel a hand on your shoulder. I stop and very quietly. I turn around hyper aggressive face becomes total bat visage, hissing fangs out. Okay. It's Marcel. Of course it fucking is. So we'll 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 uh, cut away. Yeah. Um. There. Okay. Autumn. Because um, I want to get to Lenore yeah. and Riley as well. So Autumn, what do you do next after you see Lucien's not there anymore? I, I I think like the next shot of Autumn is that she's sort of walking very unsteadily down the the road from the chateau. Like the chateau's in the background, you know, sort of lit up by the moonlight, and she's on the phone. Her, her arms, you know, protectively gathered around her as she's she's on the phone. She's like, who are you talking to? Bobbing and talking to her mom and just saying like, I'm I'm out near the chateau. You have to come get me, you know. Okay, so she's on her way to pick you up. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just uh, we'll just fade out on that too. Yeah. So, Lenore and Riley, you were last left on the riverbank. Um, before we get to your aftermath, I'm just kind of curious, like how you got home and what home is and um, especially for Lenore and um, where you where you all ended up so that you can deal with the aftermath at school the next day so um, who wants to okay Lenore where what where do you go it was like when we ended last time I know Lenore's goal was to go back to the field to see if they could figure out where Autumn was and help her. Okay. So I just want to establish, like, is everyone already gone? Like when we try to go back to find her, like what's yeah. going on over there? Okay. So, so is it just you or Riley? What are you, are you wanting to be part of that too, to go back to the, to the clearing? I definitely uh, go with uh, Lenore because okay. sticking with uh, somebody is uh comforting right now even if that somebody is this like null void 
thing in my mind that there's these two warring things because my mundane senses tell me oh look it's this you know young girl and, and all that you know and then my, my other senses are warring with that of like that's just the accretion disc you're seeing a black hole there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so. i love it i love that okay so you're meandering up back up um you find a trail a trailhead from the river that goes back up to where you think the the field is correct can you and, and riley you catch a scent of your aunties ah, you smell to them back to that. yeah okay and point of uh, point of detail, Riley is bare ass naked. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but completely yes. unashamed. Yeah. Just walking around like it's you know <clears throat> must be Tuesday, and so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, That's the werewolf what, way. Yeah, I don't know what kind of effect that might have on any passersby or or, or uh, similar uh, participants, but okay. it's it's worth it's noteworthy. I That's agree. a noteworthy detail, I think. Nudity so, is noteworthy. Significant detail. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I actually so. am going to make a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Attribution and everything. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. All right. So, um, okay. So, Always. Lenore, you are, you have, are you affected? Okay, I have a question for the both of you. Someone from your homeroom class did not get on that bus and saw everything that happened. Hmm. Now, as players, I think that you know this, but your characters don't know this. So just for funsies, you all could have a consensus about this, or if you have a strong feeling, either one of you, which which person in your homeroom lagged behind and saw this whole shit show play out? It was in one of the possibilities, one of the next times that Zan knows that I'm not who I mm -hmm. appear to be. Yeah. If y'all want to go that route. I'm all for including Zan. Um, yeah. Riley, what do y'all think? My instinct was uh, Kendall who wanted to stream it. So, so they're working together? It could be uh, both of them. Because they're kind yeah, of in cahoots, yeah. And Zan is very techy, you know, mm -hmm. so they could help um, Kendall with the, you know, tech side okay. of live streaming out in the boons and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they definitely, there were things that were noted, including the nudity. Um, and yeah, so, so you are making your way through the trail. Um, you smell your aunties, you smell like the truck, like the fuel from that truck. It's an old, an older truck that was there um, to wend your way back to the well. And Lenore, okay, so yeah, I mean, you're seeing naked Riley. Do you have any thoughts, comments on this? Does it interest you in any way? <laughs> I'm pretty focused on the autumn situation right now. I mean, okay. I was just straddling his chest and everything. Yeah. So it's like, this yeah. has not been a thing yeah. to this point. But yeah. Okay, okay. Just checking. All right. And so, I, I did roll over onto my side and barf up a bunch of gross stuff. So hot, yeah, you cool hot dogs. Not not a good look. <laughs> hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Hot dogs were, were yeah. hot intact. Hot dogs. Yeah. The saloon. That's right. <laughs> right. On corn dogs. Okay. So, so not not a hot look unless that's your thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> some people, some people, it is their thing. Okay, so so you are suddenly there back at the well, like through some strange, bizarre, like suddenly you are there, and your senses have have helped you to get back there, and you hear sobbing, you hear quiet talking, um, Mr. Vega's voice quietly talking, your aunties are crying, um, and that's what you, the lights from the truck are still illuminating the scene, um, and there's an older man's voice who says, hey, Riley? And he's running up to you. Oh, they synced us. Okay. I'm ducking thinking... back into the trees at this point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking we'd be aware of them before they could see us because of all the hearing and sense and stuff like that. But it oh, that's not no. how it worked out. So well, if so, I was gonna warn Lenore, like, you know, like get down, they're still here. But it sounds like somebody saw saw us coming through here. Well they said like Riley. The they said Riley. They didn't right. say they saw like me. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that Lenore can like Homer hedged out of the like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> spotlight. So Lenore, so Lenore, you hear you hear the man's voice saying Riley's name, and so what do you do exactly? Yeah, I would immediately like step back into the darkness of the trees. So you do that, and the little baby hand takes yours. All right, I give it a squeeze. Okay, it squeezes back, and you hear the little baby voice saying, we're not like them. Not not like these ones. Where is Autumn? So she pulls your hand, so she pulls your hand away. Okay. Um, to take you somewhere else. Sure. Okay, go with it. Yep. All right, um, so Riley, we'll get back to your reunion um, in just a second. So, so you, the hand, the little hand is pulling you, Lenore, through the woods. And you get to like a, a clearing that basically is back near sort of like, it kind of butts up against um, like the beginnings of sea cliffs. And the little girl is standing there. She's like, even though you feel her hand holding you at the same time, she's suddenly there like on the cliff. And she's looking in the direction of the chateau and like her, her black hair is like fluttering in the wind. And she, you see her little hand arm point up to the chateau. Hmm. And I like narrow my eyes and say, Lucian. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's so rewarding. <laughs> Just li- yeah. living rent, living rent free in that head. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but lest you forget, Lucian, that Lenore made you feel something. That's uh, true. Yeah. Um, but there's other feelings happening now too. So. Got too many feelings now. Too many feelings. Yeah. Oh my god. Awesome Should have never gone. Yeah. Should have never gone back to high school. <laughs> yeah. This might have been a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I always say, if, if, if your humanity is too high, that you have all these problems. Like you can cut that off. It's a simple solution. Uh, okay. So, so Lenore. So, so what do you do once you see that that Luce is pointing to to the chateau, and you say, Lucien? Yeah, I'm gonna make my way there. Okay. How do you how do you tell how do you transport yourself? Um. So, 
at this point, being cliffside, I mean, I'd probably creepy climb my way back to the nearest bus stop because I did establish to take public transportation pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And then like, yeah, take my muddy, wet butt onto the bus. <laughs> and we've also established there is a bus stop at the Chateau. Yes, there sure is. <laughs> so... There sure is. <laughs> so I get yeah. to take the bus. Okay, so as the bus is pulling up, you see, um, you see Tina, uh, Tina Hernandez Flores' car, Autumn's mom. You see Tina's, the red headlights, or the red, uh, sorry, the brake lights of Mm -hmm. Tina's car um, at, at the front of the chateau and Autumn going into the vehicle. What do you do? All right. Um... Definitely at this point, like I, I pulled the little thing to get off and then I'm like, mm, never mind. And I'm like gonna have to do route mapping in my head for like, because now I have to get to Autumn's house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what? No, Autumn's with mom. I'm going to the chateau anyway. Ooh. Now I, I have to find Lucien. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I was hoping, but I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't daring to hope. Autumn's okay. okay if she can get into her mom's car. I will see her. That's, isn't that surprising, though? What do you think of that? She's, like, walking, like, as though almost nothing happened to her. Yeah, that is strange. But after seeing her get bit, I basically fell down a well with, with the wolf. <laughs> so I don't know how bad it was. That's true. That's true. Sorry. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. So it's like, oh, I guess Autumn's fine. But she was with Lucian. That's the main that's yeah. the main point. And you have some you have some questions or comments or something. I do. Okay. All right. I would love I I love this. Okay. All right. Let's go back to Riley's reunion with his with his peeps here. So so the man who runs up to you, Riley, he's someone in your community. Um, you've known him since you were like a baby, basically. He's a friend of your auntie's. He sort of looks after them. Um, he works um, in the community. He's like a handyman in the community. So like it's his truck, his tools, you know, he's kind of the guy you go to. What I'm trying to think of a name for him. If you have one that comes to mind, I'm happy to use it. Oh man, the um, Ted. Ted? <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, the, the handyman from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Teddy. Uh... <laughs> It's so funny because I had a T-E name in my mind, so that's, what? that's weird. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to go with like Terrence, but you said Teddy, so let's go with Ted. Get out of my brain. I know. So <laughs> so Teddy so Teddy runs up and he's like, Riley. And so then he, he sees you, stops and thinks, and then he runs back to his truck. And then Mr. Vega like hears all this and turns and he's like, Riley, you're here. Here I am. Here you are. So your aunties <laughs> run up to you and they're just crying and they're hu- hugging you. Okay, cool. I can definitely hug them back and take some comfort from that. Is is one of my uh, is one of them my werewolf aunties? Yeah. So so okay. aunt, so so we have Linda and Sherry, um, and so um, and so we have Teddy, uh, and so so Linda is the werewolf auntie. And Sherry is the one that you live with. Right. So they're crying and they're, um, Mr. Vega is just, he's giving you space, you know? And so, and so Linda is looking at you and she's like, I'm so glad you're okay. What happened to you? I, uh, I, I tried to save my friend. They were 
they were in the well, they were in trouble. And uh, I don't know, everything kind of went fuzzy after that. You know how it does. So she she yeah. nodded. Um, she nods. And, and so Teddy comes up behind you with a, like a wool blanket. It's like an old like army surplus wool blanket. Puts it around you. And uh, Would you cover yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cold. Like it's like oh. you were you were in the water and like your head is wet and so like your hair is still damp, you know, and so he's you know, he's giving you a blanket, you know, just so that you can stay warm. And and so so Sherry walks away um to talk to Mr. Vega. And so Aunt Linda is t- looking at you like meaningfully, and she's like, "No, really, like what happened down there?" I don't know. I, I can't. I have flashes of water and drowning and tunnels. I saw a trout. I think I swallowed a bug. <laughs> swallowed a bug. <laughs> so she, so, so you're saying this, and she can't help but laugh. And so she's like stroking your hair, and she's like, "All right, kid. Like, it's okay. You're gonna be okay." When, when um, can I control this? I like. I would look into her eyes, like meaningful, yeah. just kind of getting serious for a second, like genuinely kind of scared. Like, can yeah. I? Can I ever control this? Is the question phrased as, "When can I control this?" Right. And she looks at you really super like concerned and and she sort of shakes her head and she's like it doesn't always work that way and then she you see her look at mr vega hmm. and cool. so she says so, oh i'm sorry what do you say sorry. oh i i would probably just start crying okay <laughs> So she, so she, so she takes you over. Um, so there's like also some benches nearby. So she, she takes you and walks you over there, and she sits you down. So you're, so she holds you. I would uh, see if I can make a a senses check for Lenore because I don't want to give her away, but I want to make sure that she's okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know? So. Okay. So you kind of, you're, what are you doing exactly? You sniffing? Just uh, sniffing mostly, looking looking for the void. <laughs> I, I know where the Lenore is because I know where the Lenore is not. <laughs> right. And so. you're not sensing anything. She's essentially gone. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. So she left, which means she is ostensibly safe because she is in control of her own. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh mobility at least yeah she right. decided to leave i'm like cool <laughs> all right so up to do for sure yeah so you sense that so linda's like holding your hand and she's then looking at your neck and she says those are going to take a while to to heal so it take a long time and much like when you're like you're crying and stuff like that maybe some humor breaks through as a coping mechanism mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah uh, maybe is gonna get some tattoos <laughs> there. So she just laughs. <laughs> Look kind of okay. cool. <laughs> uh, might it might. Um, so again, she looks at Mr. Vega and she says, "Look, you can trust Mr. Vega. I know it doesn't seem like it, and you might have a lot of questions, and you don't have to ask them right now unless you want to. But you can trust him." Well, 
Next time I come by, will you tell me, were you here the whole time? Will you tell me what happened? Yeah, I will. I will. I know how important that is. And I definitely will. And I know I, I can piece together what happened, but I'm thinking that you changed when you were in the well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. I just don't remember any of it. I don't think any of the kids, the other kids saw, but it happened down there, right? It didn't happen when you were outside of the well. Yeah, it, it happened down there. The last thing I remember was throwing my friend up out of, out of there. And I, I don't know. Then we woke up on the beach. Where is your friend now? She left. She was okay. Are you sure? So, like, she started looking around, like, how did she get home? Yeah, she's fine. She can take care of herself. Right. So she nods. Um, She's like, all right, well, let's take care of you. So she directs you to, like, get up and, like, go to Teddy's truck. And and Mr. Vega is just sort of um, still talking to your Aunt Sherry. And, um... And, uh, yeah, what, 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 uh, I mean, I think that's kind of a place to close it. Like you Mm. get taken home and taken care of and sleep quite a long time. (laughs) Um, but it's up to you. Yeah. Get some nice, uh, oh, shot tea and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. (laughs) That sort of thing. It'll probably be more acorn based, but okay. Yeah. All right. I'm open to it. (laughs) um but yeah so they take care of you they dote on you like the rest of the night into the morning um and uh and your aunt tells you what she saw um and what she perceived in terms of what was happening is that when you went down to the well you fell as you're trying to help your friend and then you transformed um and that when you had attempted to come up Mr. Vega and and them, they were all trying to kind of control you in order to uh, help you not harm anybody. Um, but that you did attack Autumn. What? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the first time I'm aware right. of that, I think. And like so, as I told you that like, last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. So this yeah. is a second time. It's just a reminder so that that before. happened. You were aware, okay. but I think when you're hearing it in a different version, it's like, oh shit, like that really did happen. But yeah, Lenore okay. did mention that that Autumn was really hurt. I would get up. I would I would move to get up and like try to leave and, and mm-hmm. be like, I I have to go make sure she's okay. I have to go check on her. Okay, Do you know where she is. And so Sherry says, no, like we're we're in communication with her mom. She's fine, actually. Weirdly, um, and she looks at Linda when she says that. <sighs> Oh, how is that possible? I've hurt people before. It doesn't usually go well for them. And so Linda how just, is she just okay? Linda shrugs. She's like, I have no idea. I'll see what I can find out, but I don't know. But she's fine. So you don't have to worry about it. You need to sit down. Internally? Yeah, I'll sit back down and internally I'll be like, maybe I am like gaining some control over this. Like I was able to not hurt her as bad. Like that, that like 
yeah. train of thought that's mm-hmm. going down the completely oh, like so sad um right wrong track <laughs> like does germinate i think yeah. in Riley's mind okay nice okay so let's say that the school trip happened on a friday okay so the school trip happened on a friday you have the weekend to recover mm-hmm. and so monday we'll be starting back but before that um does anyone need to take a break is everyone doing okay like a mini, I mean, I should probably I preemptively two minutes. Bio. Okay, let's do a five yeah, minute. Okay, a, a so five minute break, one. and then we're gonna yeah, get into the confrontation. <laughs> the confrontation. The confrontation with <laughs> the device. Yes. <laughs> All right, be right back. Yeah, back in five. So Lenore, you decide to remain at the chateau outside. Yep. You're standing outside of this decrepit ruin. Yep. And what do you do? Um, I think I'd go around to the way that I know to get in, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is around back through that busted out bathroom window. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Okay. All right. So as you make your way through that window, you see like blood in the bathtub fresh blood um and in addition to the dry blood um there's like dried blood but there's also fresh little pools of blood what what's the face kenny with okay lucy what what is that what is what? that face i'm in trouble right now okay so i can see just, you're making a no, face should use your full name kenny lucian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, is Lucian making this face or Kenny? Kenny, you're ma- you're smirking just, and making some faces. We're just passing notes in, in class. Don't worry. Yeah. About it. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. All right. All right, Lenore. I'm going to do everything in my power to help you do this successful confrontation because obviously they have it coming. So, um, yep. great. Uh, okay. So so you're walking through. You see the blood in the bathtub. You see you see like footprints, and it looks tiny feet like mm-hmm. like tiny tracks of of somebody's feet um not foot but you know her shoes right. autumn's shoes right you see also like the bigger shoes of of lucian um yeah, the, the goth boots with the giant goth boot buckles for yep. no reason yeah uh yes the treads square toed square toed that's yes, right of okay. course of yep. course and so you see this in the room and you hear um, you hear some like lower kind of murmuring talking from like coming from inside the chateau. Yep, yep. I'm gonna follow the boot prints towards these voices. Yeah, because it's dusty and dirty. Like they don't. There's. It's just like yeah. Okay. It was established that Lucine does not clean up after himself. Yeah, <laughs> so. filthy, filthy vampire. So. So you um, are wending your way through this creaking um, wreck of a house, to put it mildly, um, a wreck of a mansion, really, going down these narrow halls that are just in different states of disrepair, wallpaper peeling off. Some t- some of the floorboards are missing in places. And um, how do you feel being in this in this place? 
Um, I guess that's a good question. Like before I was always here just to watch um, the people here. Mm -hmm. um, but especially having run into loose at this point and stuff, do I feel like this is an empty place or a full place? It's definitely full. Yeah, so I think I'm um, struggling a little bit with suddenly being aware that I'm not alone in a way I thought I was before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the presence, there's a lot of different types of presence, just um, presences mm -hmm. sort of... Um, some feel like they're tracking, like they're following you, like feels like you're being followed. It also feels like you're being watched more so, you know, mm. whereas you were the watcher before. Right. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel to be the one being watched by not, not alive people? Yeah. I think it's something that probably on a subconscious level, I'm, I'm trying to push down because I, certainly i didn't make anyone feel that way right like no, this of course is not these messed up ghosts doing it the wrong way right yeah on, right you're you're yeah. a good ghost yeah i'm a casper everyone yeah, else is a weird bad ghost that's right <laughs> all right so you're getting closer to these voices very low and you recognize one of them as the scene's voice <laughs> and uh you you turn the corner and it's this giant like door frame like huge um and it empties out into like a what used to be the ballroom um it's this checkerboard uh, marble that's just completely degraded at this point it gets exposed to the sea air constantly because the walls are not in, all intact so there's open spaces right. um the chandelier is still in place somehow somehow it's still there and you see um lucian and another figure in the middle of this room what do you do i want to confront lucian but he's with someone that i is an unknown entity to me at this point so i think i would stop and listen to see what's going on see if they're okay. talking about autumn yeah okay so how do you conceal yourself? Yeah, obviously in the doorway is not a good spot because I'd be very noticeable with the <laughs> moonlight coming in. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about like the distance between us, like how big is this room? Where are they in it compared to the doorway? That sort of thing. It's pretty massive. So even though like kind of like there's a little like for foyer kind of to this to this room and then it and then it opens up into this ballroom mm -hmm. so there's like tiny like little alcove you know where there was like maybe a bench that used to be there and like kind of like wooden like um slats um like shutters basically interior shutters that people could like move and like watch the dancing you know from mm -hmm. this little mm -hmm. area if that makes sense yep and um so that's and that place is fairly still well secluded <laughs> still well secluded and um and so yeah so there that could be a place where you could could hide or retreat to yeah, um and certainly. so they're more toward the center of okay. the ballroom moving toward this like giant opening which opens up to see the bay um Gross. okay <laughs> it's a lot of water um so yeah 
so that's that's what that's where that is um yeah okay so yeah so i just kind of yeah try to get myself behind this spot and like be listening to see if they they mention the object of my affection and attention okay so lucian you were in the middle of this ballroom you were sobbing kind of like at a very very low point have you felt worse in the past is this the worst you've ever felt like how are you feeling i don't remember um so yeah this is probably the worst i've felt in the last probably this is probably like triggering for lucian yeah Um, in what what way what what's it triggering uh just like when i was turned what are your memories of that probably something very similar um you know kind of not really being uh, wholly uh present and um yeah just kind of feeling almost like i had no choice or i was being taken advantage of oh dear all right. So the hand that that touched you, um, and you turned around and responded to, it's Marcel, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so you sent me, you sent the group some pictures of how you're envisioning Marcel. Um, so if anything with his personality like um, comes out that you would like to, like, do you have ideas about his personality before I start um, inhabiting <laughs> this particular <laughs> side character? Because I have ideas, but. Um, um I yeah. imagine I imagine he's quite confident, quite successful. Mm-hmm. Um he uh, you know dresses very nicely. Um probably has some kind of signifier of like age or antiquity about him. Mm-hmm. Uh but is very much like the modern man, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, stylish Mm-hmm. Glasses, nice facial hair, nice haircut. Groomed. Groomed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. All right. So, so Marcel placed a hand on your shoulder and you turned around like you were ready to attack. And when you see it's him, what do you do? I probably freeze and revert to this kind of like childish, um, like subservient role. Like I view Marcel as he's more powerful than I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just him being there, I probably turn into an obstinate teenager, which is probably why I still continue to go to high school. Right. Yeah. Just in terms of where you feel like you fit in or could blend in maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. So Marcel is looking at you and so he's, he's a little taller than you. Um, well built, uh, dark hair and uh, dark eyes with a very well trimmed goatee, but it's more like the handlebar mustache side of things, like kind of Victorian in that yeah, sense. Definitely. Um, he seems to be kind of like in his like late twenties um, in appearance. The glasses, you know, are just for effect. It's not. He doesn't need yeah, them. No. Um, and so he's wearing all black. 
um, but more modern looking. He's definitely not as like stylish as you, but he just does like the classic sort of just tailored suits, um, black turtleneck, you know, um, kind of like loafers, um, you know, like he doesn't, he's not like, he, he has like a Rolex watch, like, you know, he has all these different little like more modern touches to his yeah. hair. Like kind of like rich, rich papa. Um, yeah. He's got, he's got the social power, you know, like this mm-hmm. kind of yeah a, a dominant aura. And so, yeah. So, so once you see it's him, it's kind of like fucking dad. Like, yeah. fuck. Like now I got to deal with this guy. And so the same stuff that he says over and over again, lectures, etc. So you've heard this one before, Lucien. Um, so Marcel, he sort of smiles at you and says, why do you insist on living here? This is ridiculous. Look at this place. And he just like kind of kicks one of the, the marble um, tiles um, and it's like smashes instantly. Why are you insisting on living here? It's disgusting. Um, you know, just to backtrack a little bit. Sure. I'm, I um, I wonder if having Autumn drink from me put me in my darkest self. Well, um, yeah, if you want to go there. I guess it doesn't really matter because I mean, I come no, out. I- of- I come out of my darkest self when somebody puts me in my place and he's so about to do that. Let's do that. You're per- that's perfect. Thank you. I mean, I think you were, I think you were going into your darkest self based on how you like contorted. You talked about your posture, your features right. changing. I yeah, think like I think you so. doing that really flew in the face of how you like see yourself and how you're hoping to come across. But yeah. like what you are ultimately is the vampire. And mm-hmm. by doing what you did, like the most vampiric thing possible is like letting a human drink your blood or even drinking up somebody else's blood. Like that's one of the top two, right? right. Things. So I'm gonna say yes. Like cool. retroactively, yes, you were you were in your darkest self, self-loathing, all this other stuff is coming up and you're trying to fight it almost, but it's still overcoming you. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're in this ballroom, you're there, you're just like, so can you describe your appearance when you're in darkest self, just so we can make sure that's clear? I think when I'm in my darkest self, I'm still mostly Lucian, mm-hmm. um, but it's almost like, you know, when like like the shadow, like a shadow passes over my face, you can like, you know, mm-hmm. see the these predator predatory, you know, glares in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if I'm like, you know, in the peripheral of your vision, I turn into some kind of uh, like, shapeless form almost you know mm-hmm. um okay. I, f- I feel like a lot of my body probably just turns like straight up black um mm-hmm. things like amorphous eyes appear mm-hmm. around me um okay. shadows of wolves and bats mm-hmm. uh kind of like haunt the walls around me that kind of mm-hmm. thing I love it. But yeah, it's not necessarily a lot of my physical form changes, but the atmosphere around me changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it yeah. just kind of inhibits this like dark animalistic nature. Like that. I also like the idea we were playing with a little bit that you get more into kind of depending on how you're feeling, if you are inspired by different animals. So the bat, the wolf, yeah, um, et cetera. So like, even like, the rat um but i would say that that in terms of your appearance that depending on how you're feeling or where it's going that you kind of get more 
of those like bestial fake you know features Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe like your body mass changes slightly like in terms of becoming more um monstrous looking like gaunt more gaunt um uh and um yeah and like your skin color changing and shifting that's interesting too okay if that sounds good then that's what we'll go with and so yeah that's where you were kind of crouched down turning around and he sees you and and like basically laughs at you actually um finds it very amusing that you're like (laughs) like you're in this state like now what um and why do you insist on living here it's disgusting um oh fuck i'm just like I kind of get up and, you know, I, I do things like I dramatically turn around. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very much the, like, you don't get it. You don't understand me. Um, like I said, I turn into this kind of obstinate yeah, petul- petulant teen. Yeah. A petulant teenager. And yeah. I'm like, you don't get it. You know, I, I do everything except calling him dad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So, so maybe even you're not my dad. Yeah. I was you know? yeah. Do you tell yeah. him? He's not yeah. your dad. <laughs> yeah, you're not my father, and uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit. And he's like, I know I'm not your father, but in some ways I am. Uh, but that doesn't mean you have to live like a freaking ragamuffin in this. What the hell is this place? I don't even remember what they call it. What is this? This is who I am. This is me on the inside. This is what I deserve. Whoa, so yeah. low. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, so Marcel's walking around and just like uh, surveying the the room as you're kind of going off on this like emo diatribe, and and says, "Well, I'm here to tell you that you don't have to live like this." And I went through this phase myself. You know, it, it will get better um, if you choose to just live amongst the living we have a lot of power and we can use it. And like I said, this place is just, I mean, I know it might be a little atmospheric for parties, but otherwise it's like, it's falling apart. Do you want to fall into the ocean? Yes. You say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like roll my eyes. I just I'm whisper like, yes. like, you really don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, so, so, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, I'm going to school again. Like I am around the living. Well, fine, but I'm just telling you, like, you don't even have to go to that high school. Like, you know that that's already caused problems. And he sort of looks around the room and he says, where's her body anyway? Which one? (laughs) You know, your little high school friend. Uh, He's not talking about Autumn, though. He's talking about Madeline. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I put her in the ocean. And he just narrows his eyes. It's really sloppy, Lucian. What do you want me to do? I've talked to you about the... Okay, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. I told you about how to dispose of bodies properly so that it does not come back to us. I've told you about this. Tell me what I told you. Come on. <laughs> I, um, uh, oh, is it, 
and then I kind of like lash back out and I'm like, is it the, is it the one about making it look like an accident or is it the one about feeding it to the ghouls? Nice. Well, what do you think? I mean, what would have, what if one he puts his hands together and like temples his fingers and it's like total dad mode, you know, like what would have been the best option for that body? Let's just, let's, let's, let's problem solve here. Let's do some troubleshooting because you seem to have some trouble with this. And I want to make sure that it's really clear what's expected of you. If you're to remain in my household. What's expected of me. So what would have been the best option? You threw her out to the ocean. You know that the ocean will bring bodies back. They just do. That's what the ocean does. There's the, the chances of her getting sinking to the bottom of the ocean and getting devoured by God only knows what the hell's down there. Very slim. So she might be, you know, being tossed about under the pier for all we know. So what would have been the best option, Lucien? He's walking around waiting for your answer. No, I'm just like, I don't know. I guess I should have called you. Is that what you want? Your your boy, your baby boy to come calling for you for help? So he walks up to you and he puts his arm around you and he says, I want you to be an autonomous adult who can handle the responsibilities of being in society. We've gone through decades together. So the fact that you're acting as though you are completely brand new to this is in fact reflecting badly on me and as I, your sire. I shrug him off and I say, if only I were an adult, Marcel. <laughs> All right, cut to, cut to Lenore. <laughs> Lenore, you're hearing this conversation. What mm -hmm. are your thoughts here? What what What's going on? I'm like, Right, the ocean does bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you're hearing about Madeline, and mm -hmm. yeah. So what are your what are you thinking here? Um, I'm just like collecting like little hermit crab, all the little juicy tidbits that we're gonna be talking about here in a second. As yeah, as this weird okay. fashionable clean guy leaves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So you should, so, so, so listen, you say this, you're like, if only I was an adult, right? Yeah. Like just being like, you took advantage of me as a child. You didn't have mm -hmm. the right, you know, um, I couldn't have, I wasn't in a place to make this decision and you made it for me, that kind of thing. Okay. So when that happens, when you say that before you can even like blink, if, if you do as a vampire blink, but it's like, it just like, suddenly you're like pushed up against so as i mentioned before there's this foyer um before the ballroom and so there's still like wooden walls right that are just kind of there and there's like a smaller door opening so he like pushes you bodily up against this wall lenore it is right by where you are like creeping um over mm -hmm. there um the wood splinters and snaps in places and marcel has lucien pushed up against the wall and he says, I will not have you rewrite what happened. It's already happened. It's the past. I'm sick of you bringing it up. And then he lets you go. Okay. And he says, you know where to find me. And off he, 
And then he screams bat and leaves out through the <laughs> bat. <laughs> so um, he, yeah. Yeah. That pulls me out of my darkest self. Definitely. Um, and when he's like, and when he's like, you know where to find me. Um, I, I just like look down and nod. Like he's, he's put me in my place and like, I know it, you know? Okay. All right. So what do you do? He's, his presence is like, it's like he leaves and then like his whole presence kind of follows him, but it takes a little bit of time. Like it's a train that follows it, like a, like a, a veil or some type of a long train on a dress. It's like his presence kind of follows him around in that way. So like, mm-hmm. even though he's, his body is gone, there's still a feeling that he's still there until it like completely like slips out of the building. Once it slips out, I probably, I grit my teeth and I turn around and punch through the wall. (laughs) Okay. And then when I pull my fist back out, that's when I see Lenore. Yeah, I like it. I like it. (laughs) Lenore, you are seen. Yeah, I I put my face up to the hole like real real close. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like... And I'm you, furious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so would this make, um, like, are you, so Lucien, are you feeling like darkest self is happening or getting close again or? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> what puts, what puts me in my darkest self? I think is okay. the question. Yeah, I have. Let's, mm. let's go back into that. Um, yeah. Your darkest self can be triggered by a variety of things, but let me pull up that information for you in just two seconds. Okay. Okay, so so it's something that makes you snap. Um, it pushes you into the darkest corner of your nature. Um, really, it's a lot of it is just like when things are just so bad. Um, let me just see here. Cause your darkest self, um, when we talk about the vampire's darkest self, everyone is your pawn, your plaything. You hurt them and make them vulnerable for sport. Like a cat does with a mouse. Maybe you'll even drain them dry, but you'll certainly take your time first. You escape your darkest self when you're put in your rightful place by someone more powerful than you. So I feel like, like you were kind of veering into your darkest self. There was nobody there really aside from autumn. It's like you removed yourself and you can please correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I'm interpreting this is that Lucien removed himself from the room because he knew that if he continued to be in there, he would have like preyed on Autumn probably and completely obliterated her. Definitely. Okay. So you removed yourself. And so you're trying to control this. And then Marcel comes out, sees you and is like, really? Like, is it really that serious? And, and belittles you, condescends to you, et cetera. Um, so in this case, in terms of your darkest self, it's kind of, any kind of humiliation I view as a possibility of being triggered, any kind of like critical danger where you feel like your life is at risk, uh, among other things that might be like, yeah, this is, this is too fucking much for my character to handle anymore. Like I can't, I'm like being pushed to my limit. So not only did Marcel show up, which is always the worst, he does his typical Marcel bullshit, leaves and expects you to kind of like figure out your life for yourself as per usual. And then Lenore was more than likely a witness to all of it. 
and autumn is nowhere to be found um and she's something that i think maybe you're you feel is like obviously you're crushing on her so um yeah okay so when yeah when i pull my fist through and see uh lenore standing there i just get angry i think i'm darkest self mode at this point Mm -hmm. okay um and i i just scream in her face you know like what the fuck are you doing here all right lenore you want to keep your cool sure i'll try to do that um that will work out well oh my god it's gonna be good oh my god You can also um, be mechanically forced in the darkest self. For example, my sex right. move. Right. <laughs> right, right. Self. Yeah. Um, if you lash out fail, if you flash yeah. out physically, right, right. if you skirt death. Also, if you just fail a roll, Des can just say, hey, guess what? You're yeah. your darkest self. That's what I did for Riley um, in what, the well. Yeah, I wonder if I should, should I roll keep my cool when Marcel was around? Ooh. Um, But you're not, are you afraid of him or are you just mad at him or both? I think a little bit of both. I, I probably fear Marcel. I, I, yeah, I think I do. Okay, I think, um... And I can take an auto-fail here, if you like. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, I think... I think that was, like, our first time with Marcel. Okay. And, like, kind of feeling out how he was, or how he is, and your dynamic. So I think the next... Because he'll be back. <laughs> okay, That's cool. something you can always rely upon. Um, he will just show up always... when you least suspect it. Good. I just always forget to roll dice in this game, and so I'm fall- I'm falling behind <laughs> and, on XP. And I, and I, oh no, and <laughs> yeah, I forget to enforce it. So so I think in this case, if you see Lenore, you know her. She's not she's never been like a bad presence, but you're like freaking out, um, and it's kind of humiliating to have to be like basically like demeaned in front of like a peer. Yeah. I think that's really humiliating. So if you want to keep your cool around that in terms of to kind of keep your, like your darkest self is like in full effect. Let me just think through this really quick. I also, it's up to you. It's up to you. I I could also lash out physically at Lenore. I think that's pretty much basically what I'm doing. Yeah. I think, I think the fact that you're like, you're screaming. Yeah. So let's see how bad it gets. Okay. Right. I will lash out physically, which is volatile. Mm-hmm. Do you have any strings on Lenore? I have one. Okay. Should I use it? Is it's that up to thing? you. It's up to you. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not going to use it yet because I feel yeah. bad yeah. things coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so you fail. Um. And that's my fifth experience. XP. Finally. Ooh. So you get, all right, yeah, (laughs) level up. Uh, So, wow. Yeah, so so you are in full darkest self mode, screaming, like, what are you, what are you doing here, right? Like, okay, so you're at your fullest, darkest, awfulest vampiric self. And Lenore, um, but, but like weirdly, like impotent. um where it's like all bark no bite yet so to speak sorry no offense riley but um yeah <laughs> so uh so lenore what do you do when you see the unless i did i skip something here no i think that's okay. good and i think especially since his lashing <laughs> isn't effective right even though it is also not my strong suit i think what i try to do is shut him down 
yeah definitely. in this state yeah but we'll see how it goes okay um but you know i have some ideas of what i would say either way <laughs> but let's okay let's try it all right so i'm gonna say it. calm down tooth boy all right um <laughs> boy and yeah oh we're both Ooh. not good at this today <laughs> all right so level up so exper- i'm sorry experience point there i'm not assuming you're gonna level up yet uh so you were trying to shut him down okay so so i think the opposite of this would be to engage so as as terrifying as he is there's something very appealing about this that's like very like you want to get into it and you remember that that how that felt to like wrap your fingers around his like weird fucking throat and so now you're like confronted with his weird freaking like presence and vampiric like body and it's like there's something really interesting here that you want to just like get more into and i think too like i go to like shut him down because we need to have a talk or whatever but then i see like autumn's blood all over his arms and stuff like that too so i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah so i I can lash out back i don't mind yeah like you want to try try slap fight me yeah let's do it and um, since I am currently traumatized, yes, I would like to invoke my ability to uh, put my blame for my death upon him in this moment. Yeah. So I will so, have a plus one for my role. I love it because seeing him, it's like, this is a monster and only a monster could do what, what happened to you. Basically. Yeah. Monsters make monsters. They do. Yeah. So I will put that. As my thing. Submit and then one uh, and then boom. Partial. Partial. Success. Okay. Partial and volatile. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. Oh, one of my favorite tropes. Yeah. <laughs> Where one character punches another and they like kind of, and they're like, no, no, no. You meant to do this? Pow. <laughs> yeah. Right back. So awesome. Um, yep. Love it. So, so you do. So, so Lenore, we'll get into what, what you do to, to harm Lucien. But they also learn something. Um, they learn something about your true nature, gain a string. I decide how bad the harm turns out, or you become your darkest self. So um, I think maybe that's what it is, is that this is much too triggering. Like the whole story of how Marcel um, took this young life away um, is too much a mirror of like what happened to me mm-hmm. and so especially as he tries to lash out at me and I'm just like full of this rage and loss because mm-hmm. Autumn was here with yeah. Lucian um right. and I think like maybe as he reaches out to like try to hurt me I just fade yeah and I would say add to that all of that is brilliant and you can still affect inanimate objects. Yep. It's your only venue of communication. Yeah. So, Lucian, you you were you were enraged. You're you're yelling at Lenore. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, like you see her, and then she's suddenly gone, just completely vanished. What I think do you do? my eyes widen and my pupils narrow. Mm-hmm as I start searching around the room, mm-hmm. uh, wondering what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. and who Lenore is. Mm-hmm. 
you know i'm like who is this bitch and uh <laughs> and uh yeah i'm just uh i'm trying to find out i don't know i guess i'm i'm ready to like i don't know what she's gonna do yeah so fingernails are like growing into claws uh i'm like ready to poof into some bats yeah you know, and engage in some around the the hotel ghost fogs p- plus bats combat <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, while this is happening, um, Lucian, you see standing in the doorway, you see Madeline. Weird. Yes! <laughs> uh, I'm furious. And, uh... I'm furious. Marcel, she, I see Madeline. Um... Is she but just like, standing like, there? What does she just, look like? She's just standing there. I mean, she looks drenched. Okay, for sure. Good. Um, I mean, but just like, I mean, Lenora's just standing there too and just suddenly vanished. Um, and Madeline's here too. Um, I feel like weird. fucking Marcel went and like dragged her corpse up and <laughs> propped her up in front of the door. She's she's very much looking at you like, in, like she did when she came to visit. Uh, oh man. Um, what do you do? Well, I'll let you think about that, Lenore. You are invisible. Yep. So what are you doing? Do I see this other person? Oh yes. Are they physical? Seems like it. it's not quite clear. Okay. Um. Well, I'm in darkest cell, which means I'm in full like, just everything. Um is the worst mode anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, of course, he's looking at someone else, not even paying attention to me. Even more so. Yep. So bad. Hmm. So, um, yeah, and I think what I do is going to be ineffective for me. It's just going to make her more scary, basically. But yeah, I'm just like rattling those like shutters and everything just like, and in my like perception of things like I'm holding on to them and like shaking and screaming and like everything but they're just seeing them like yeah shutter. yeah the shutters are, are definitely suddenly filling the room I think yeah. I think that? I need to keep my cool okay yeah there's a lot of weird fucking shit happening right now <laughs> like all at you once you decided to move into a haunted mansion this is what you get <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll succeed. Right. you do okay so this is this is weird, um, but you succeeded. Um, you keep your cool and gain insight. Ask the MC a question about the situation and take one forward to acting on that information. Is Madeline like real? Is she alive? I guess I would say. Madeline is. You already know that Madeline is not alive. You saw it yourself. Ugh. You did it yourself. So you know that she's not alive. Do you have another question for me? Um, uh, I guess I would say, why is she here? Accountability and consequences. Those are my least favorite things. I know. Uh, okay. Um, and then I gain a forward on this on yeah, acting to on act this information. On it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, I guess I like um, Lenore or whatever her name is is not around. Oh, oh God! Whatever damn. her name is, <laughs> she's not here. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so then I'm probably, I, I just like rush up to approach Madeline and I just say, like, who are you? Madeline. How did you, how did you survive? You think I survived? Then what are you? I don't know. She reaches out to touch you. I let her. Okay. So she's running her hand down your chest. Don't blame her. (laughs) (laughs) She's running her hand down your chest. I do that myself. (laughs) (laughs) She's running her hand down your chest. So, so is, I mean, in terms of like your darkest self, in terms of like what you're wearing, do you have like shreds of your clothes on or is your, are you still in your like, like clothes? Like who's naked now? Like I, <laughs> I just need to know like what, I mean, Lenore's I think, invisible, but you are, right. what are you wearing? I think I'm like, I'm dressed pretty much how I was at school today. My right. hair's, my hair's a mess. I'm not wearing yeah. a hat. Right. Um, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like my regular pants, which actually come up like pretty, like just underneath my belly button. They're kind of uh-huh. like corset pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but I'm not wearing a shirt. Okay. Uh, okay. And I'm wearing my square toed boots. Yes. Got it. Okay. So she's running her hand down your chest and then, um, you're feeling like her, uh, it was a similar feeling to Lenore where the the hand is like going into your chest and like raking against like your sternum. My eyes look down at her hands that are kind of like her fingertips, like pressing Mm -hmm. behind my skin. Yeah. And my eyes widen as I like stumble backwards. I might Mm -hmm. even like fall. Well, wait a minute, I I should keep my cool. I should keep my cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're maintaining your cool as she's doing this move to you um yeah i succeeded i don't know if i needed to roll oh um it's fine yeah no you you are keeping your cool i mean lenore did this to you and and so yeah so let me just cut back to lenore so lenore you um after you've rattled the wood in the in the foyer you're seeing madeline like you're seeing them very close together and she's doing a similar thing to what you did um to lucian earlier in that day um Hmm. what do you do So now I know about this whole thing. Um, And I'm in darkest cell. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave him here and Uh go to Autumn's house. Rude. Yeah. (laughs) Rude. What makes it rude? I want to be here alone. You don't even remember my name. <laughs> I don't yeah, whatever her there. name is. Whatever her name is, don't yeah. leave me. I All vanished right. for one second. You're already looking at another dead girl. So you know what? I'm out. 
that, that feels that feels like a natural response. All right. Sure. So, um, okay. So, so Lucian, um, Madeline is um, continuing to caress your sternum, um, both hands now on your chest and like holding onto your rib cage, um, and she's just staring at you, like very fully into you and whatever the hell it is that you are looking like she's all about it what do you do um i i put my hand on her neck and i like gently like tilt her head Mm -hmm. to see if the bite marks are still there oh yeah they're still there and then I correct her, her neck head, so she's, you know, back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm like, I just say we're gonna have to figure out what to do with you then. And she says, I don't really think that's your decision to make. Hmm. She again, she looks soaked with salt water. Oh, um, turn me on. <laughs> if you want to get freaky with a ghost, we can fade to black. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. So I'm like reverting to like uh, to this. But so. What do you do? God damn. This is a tough one. Um, I just say, where will you go? I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get this. I mean, I have the understanding now that um, she's basically just like my haunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'm gonna have to move. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Man, the house. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Marcel? <laughs> All right, we will, we will we will leave it at that. Um okay. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to incorporate everybody. So I'm going to bring you all back together because I know that there's a confrontation that needs to happen between Lenore and Autumn. Mm. Right? Um and I think a lot of this was a preamble to to get us into the next sort of scene that where you're all together again. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so and so I think that like there've been a lot of like wheelings and dealings and also and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Music's a lot. Let me just um, there have been a lot of wheelings and dealings and also attempts to get things back to normal, right? To kind of get to your new baseline. So with your permission as your friendly neighborhood MC, I would like to push us to homecoming. Oh. Um, I would like to push us to October, uh, early October for the homecoming dance. I'm changing gears. I'm. I know I'm doing a hard gear change here. 
but I think that there has to be something to be said for the minutiae of the everyday kind of like trying to get back to this normal thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So Yes. Um I have a question. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I wonder if Riley should develop a condition from his I mean, I don't know if anyone connected the dots, if they linked the transformation, the everything that took place, all of oh, this that happened. I'm getting there. Know. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to get there in just two seconds. No, I, I'm glad you brought it up because there's things like, there's so, so, speaking of strings, I just have a picture myself, like me, which is this whole loom full of all of these threads that I'm trying to like knit together into this one thing that makes a ta- oh, the tapestry man. that makes sense, okay? So, Dude, and- you at a loom is like such a natural picture for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone, am I alone? Am I, am, I, am I the weird guy here? Well, yeah, room, I mean, or? okay, that question is an, an always a yes. It's all good, um, which is great. Okay, so. First of all, I say that with love. <laughs> I know. I say it with love. All right, but you, you're, you, you guys are the one giving me all the yarn. So I'm just like, frick, I'm trying to catch up and like, I don't have any weaving terms I could use, but that's what, it, that's what it feels like where there's all these like yarns that I'm trying to like, okay. So we're getting there. Um, because like, I'm going to say here for Lenore to me, like the cliffhanger question before we get into homecoming is the Mm. confrontation with autumn. Are you still in darkest self? Have you been showing up to school? uh, We're going to get there in just two seconds, but Mm -hmm. those are my questions for you. Like how, you know, we've let, it's like two, another two weeks have gone by. What have those two two weeks like been Mm. for you? Then, like for Riley, the same question. Like it's been two weeks. What conditions do you think? And I'm gonna share some things that have happened. Um, that without, like, just so that you all know, like where we are in the story. Uh, Autumn, you drink that vampire blood, so like <laughs> that's that's a big fucking deal. Like and how how has that been going for you? And what's been going on in right. general? Um, have you seen Lenore? That kind of stuff. And then for Lucian, did you move? Did you get freaky with a ghost? And like, where are you, like, did you actually move? And how are you handling the fallout from what you did with Autumn? So those are some of my personal, you know, MC questions. I will tell you stuff that's happened over the past couple weeks. And I need need some, whoever wants to speak up if you have an immediate thought in your mind. Um, Two pieces of evidence have come up around Madeline's disappearance. They're presuming that she is dead. However, because it's been like a month at this point, still, there's two pieces of evidence that have turned up. One was on the beach and another was somewhere else. So does anyone have an idea of one of the pieces of evidence that washed up on the beach? I mean, there's a finger. <laughs> well, yeah, I was thinking, sorry. <laughs> That's what I do when I got an idea. <laughs> All right, Santi, go. I like the idea of a significant piece of jewelry that belonged to Madeline and was found by one of the beachcomber metal detector type mm. of uh, people. And they okay. find this like locket or. It has to be like charm a charm bracelet. It's a horse, a horse on a it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rainy, you're in my mind. I said this, this is this yeah. is a horse. Yes. It's a horseshoe. It's a horseshoe pendant. It's a gold right. horseshoe uh, yeah. that she would wear. All right, like a little horseshoe pendant she'd wear around her neck. Oh, and then when CSI found it, they're like, "This horseshoe wasn't lucky." 
Yeah. Yeah. Looks like this horseshoe wasn't lucky. lucky. (laughs) All right. So that washes up. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And so there was a second piece of evidence um, that has also shown up. Where and what is it? So we did have a next time where Autumn was dragging a tarp into a sea cave. Yes, we did. Um, but is this evidence that is known? Yes, because the, these, these the wider. Yes, these wider were made meaning. public that that we found her horseshoe horseshoe charm. Oh, okay. And we also found uh, on the beach, and then we found X at X or X at Y or whatever. Hmm. I I have an idea if y'all yeah. don't. Go for it. I have an idea, but it's not necessarily a good one. So well, let's say, let's share it first. Well, just, so it had been established, weirdly enough, but we never got the why, that apparently Madeline was going there to get yeah, I was just thinking that too. Yeah. So yeah. like, my thinking is some sort of like baggie or bottle of like whatever she's getting to like whether it's to stay caught up in school or whatever. Because I assume for her it's not some weird recreational thing. Right. Right. Didn't seem the right, type. No. Right. Right. But yeah, just but something. But that doesn't really link directly to her. Is the other thing too, unless other people knew about that. I like that idea. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't want to think too much about it, though. Um, mm-hmm. Does anyone else have any idea, or maybe maybe just one piece of evidence is fine? Okay. Is this is this evidence pointing towards her murder? Yes. Like directly? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll just stick maybe with just one. the pendant. Yeah. Okay. Great. Pendant found. Okay, that's happened. Also, there's these weird videos that are going around. People are not really sure if they're real or if they're doctored. If they're doctored, they are fucking epic. Whoever did the CGI or little effects on this are pretty amazing. But it basically shows a giant wolf creature um, in in Gold Hills, in the well area. There are people, there there is screams, there is chaos. This creature is trying to be controlled. Um, there are chains being applied to it. Um, it's getting, you know, yeah. So this is definitely, this has definitely been, been lurking about online, definitely streaming and people certainly recognize some people certainly recognize that truck, uh, that it is something that is familiar to some folks. Um, people are putting to pieces together around who was on the bus, um, on that night. Um, or the the afternoon, the late afternoon where they left after the field trips, they're putting pieces together there. There are rumors that there's some bizarre mutant in Gold Hills and that um, in fact, tours have been sort of canceled over the past couple weeks before they really fully investigate. But of course these videos have nothing to do with it. They just, that's just normal, like, you know, repairs and renovations that they have to do for the tourist attraction. Um, but it just happened to cor- correspond to when these videos came out streaming. 
Um, let's see what else. Does anyone have any questions about any other threads that have happened um, that I'm forgetting before we get into your personal um, things? Doesn't seem like it. Okay, you're all quiet. Yeah, good. You're good. Okay. Uh, so in addition to the videos, this footage, there's like, you know, it's it's spreading basically. So yeah, there's definitely like gone viral. Yeah. Response videos where there's yeah. the investigative of mm-hmm. kids in there. Like there's an Isaac type, maybe who's like, yeah. what does this mean? And look at that. And I found out this. And yeah, respond reaction videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. It's definitely captured the imagination, especially for the the kids in your school, because it's just like it's right on their doorstep, you know. So people have been talking about it a lot. Um so yeah. So this is stuff that's been sort of swirling about you as you have been living your lives for the past couple weeks. But more importantly, home the homecoming dance is coming up. And uh, who y'all gonna go with? What's the theme of this dance? Um, what's your school mascot? These are the questions I have for you guys. Is the, I remember a next time on Monster Hearts where the dance was a masquerade party. Masquerade. It was, yeah. I want it to be a masquerade party and I'm going with Madeline. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. That's a bold move, Cotton. I'll see if it plays out for him. It will not. It will not. Absolutely it will not. It won't. It won't. <laughs> we really do need a Ron Howard uh, AI to, yeah, to kind right. of plug oh, into man. certain places. It doesn't. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, you all feel good about the theme of a masquerade for um, the homecoming dance? beautiful great 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 and and like the thing is every dance is themed out every time uh because this is the world that we live in right so Mm -hmm. let's have every single dance have a theme okay so um so who so what is your school mascot did you agree to one yet no and i've been thinking about it and i Hmm. drawing a blank still so so you don't want to be the fighting abalones, or what? No. <laughs> fighting abalones. <laughs> like, is this is our school yeah, mascot like racist towards indigenous people? Right. Or... <laughs> uh, it could be, but um, I think maybe it was in the past. Oh. How about it was in the past, but they've recently changed it. Wow, uh, that's nice of them, isn't it? Uh, so. <laughs> Was yeah. the, the new Chris Santa Bay conquistadors and yeah, right. they to something <laughs> right. else? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what what was it changed to? The, the fighting, fighting shrimp or squid? The, the fighting or? shrimp, actually, I love mantis shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, Rainy, I know that it really is. Rainy, what do you think? Um. Uh... <laughs> I think if we want to go with a silly animal, like we have to go with something like that they chose. It's like, oh, this one's native to California. So it would be like, you know, yeah. freaking salamanders or something. Right, um, right, right. But or o- let's, otters. Yeah, like oh. the sea otters or hmm. whatever. I like the otters. What do you yeah. all think? Yeah, I like that. The New Crescenta Bay otters. Mm-hmm. We have all <laughs> kinds of inappropriate jokes about yeah. how otters are in the wild. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> Lots of presentations being made for projects. Yeah. Like, oh, no. They're actually, terrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you may think like, it's cute that they hold hands so they don't drift away, but did you know? <laughs> oh, and God. Go well, into the. Make them dolphins yeah. instead, then. But uh, Okay. There you go. Gross. Okay. So, so do you want to go with uh, the salamanders or what, what do y'all want here? Salamanders I think it might, is good. Salamanders is like cool. Salamanders what if, what if it is something dumb like a Joshua tree or something? <laughs> how, would you have a, how would you have a mascot yeah. at the sports games? Like, how would you? Stanford, yeah, Stanford yeah. had trees. Is, so, yeah, this is the tree. Or you could be, um, take a book out of Santa Cruz's, take a page out of Santa Cruz's book, be a banana slug. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> How about um, we, we could do an homage to um, certain um, suppressed and secret histories and, and have the mascot be a snake of some kind? Ooh. Like, oh. a, like a diamondback or diamondbacks. something? Diamondback. Diamondback. There we go. Head. All right. Yeah. There it is. Diamondbacks would be native to the area. Yeah. yeah. New, cr- new, new Crescenta Bay That's diamondbacks. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well All done, right. David. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the Diamondback now, dog. You're, you're, you're the man now, Diamondback. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he just I nopes. killed her. I killed her. Why did that get her so bad? I don't know. <laughs> She's lost it. Oh my god. Oh wow. Oh, that happened to Rainy the other night. I don't remember what yeah, we were talking also about. Also because but... you were a derp. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. Why was that so funny? Uh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, okay. I'll herp and I'll derp and I'll <laughs> blow your house down. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Regroup, regroup. <laughs> I'm going to listen back and be like, that was not that funny, but for whatever reason... <laughs> I'm hysterical. Okay. Okay. So we have the new Crescenta Bay Diamonds back. We have. So who are you playing? Who are you playing in the homecoming game? Ooh, the town. What's the nearby town? City. city. Well, it's the city. It's the city. So. The city. Yeah. So. so we're, oh, so we're, we're playing like uh, North Side High or something. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah, so Northside High and um, what's their mascot? Are they the otters? They're the otters. Northside yeah. otters? Okay. Yeah. Northside otters. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Okay. So, so, okay. So the homecoming dance is coming up. Um, I'm going to just straight up ask each and every one of you. Oh, so, I mean, Lucy, and you said you're going with Madeline. Are you, were you joking or are you serious? <laughs> I think I'm serious. I think me and um What have y'all been doing? What so okay, so let's start with you. So have you been getting freaky with a ghost? Um There's no, no pressure. No. I don't think so. Okay. Because I'm but, still I'm still crushing on Autumn. Right. Um I'm still I think Lucian is like probably falling in love with Autumn. Whoa. Oh man. I oh mean, my gosh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So but you whoa, whoa. you're not gonna take her to the dance. But yeah, so there was like a contention there. Like maybe an uh, autumn, did you ask me or were you expecting me to ask you to the dance or anything? 
Oh, no, I'm going with Lenore. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah. Oh, so are you just keeping this on the down low? Are you just being very like, are you st- are you meeting in private, in secret? I mean, private, hopefully in private, but no. in secret, are you? <laughs> no, are you only in public. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing that does it for me anymore. Okay, so, um, to all of it. Exactly. So, so there was a there was a scuffle around this, a little uh, tiff. Or are you secretly connecting in the woods or somewhere? Well, okay, wait, wait, sorry. I have so many questions. First thing is, yeah. <laughs> is Lucien, are you still living at the chateau? I'm still living at the chateau. Okay. Because I think I deserve it. It's what I, it's who okay. I am. And it's okay. a big middle finger to Marcel because he told you not to. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, okay. So so are you meeting in secret, Autumn? Are you wanting to see Autumn? Are you stalking her? Like what is happening mm, there? And I mean I'm, stalking in the like Lenore sense of stalking, not like right, okay. not like really dangerous stalking. Unless yeah. it is, unless it is. I don't know. Um I'm definitely the stalking type. Yeah. Um Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Good to know about um, yourself. So I was gonna ask two game mechanic purposes. Um, I have an ability, a move called Marked for the Hunt, and it says yeah. feeding on someone establishes a preternatural bond from that point forward whenever you engage into the abyss concerning their whereabouts or well-being. You roll as mm-hmm. if you had dark three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would that apply to Lenore because she's drank my blood? Mm-hmm. Oh, to Autumn? Or, yeah, sorry. Autumn. Autumn. Oh, okay, right. Autumn, no, because she's not a vampire. Okay. Wait, like what? if you're a Lenore, Autumn is not a vampire. You don't yeah, have to be a just vampire. A, yeah, it just says feeding on someone establishes a preternatural bond. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But you don't have this move, Autumn. If you had the move, like no, if you he, chose that. Lucian has the move. He's yeah, asking, I have the move. He's asking, would, would feeding me blood be enough? Or does he have to actually sink his fangs into me? No, you right. have to feed on someone. My definition, okay. and yeah, y'all yeah. could disagree or agree or whatever but my definition is feeding on someone means you ingest their blood versus okay, you giving them okay okay cool. i got um, confused i was i was sorry yeah, about good. that okay so i i definitely want to see autumn i don't know if she wants to see me or autumn, do you want to see lucian mm, <laughs> i feel like we're uh, like a like a see. we have a mediator yeah we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> An MC. I want to see Autumn. Uh, Autumn. <laughs> yes or no? I just I like the idea that in darkest self, I'm just like a fang blocker. Like every time he tries to like vampire into a window, I'm yeah. like bye bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that happens. I I love yeah. that idea, and I think yeah. it's definitely happening. Where you're, you're the yeah. painted tunnel to my wily coyote. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely. Perfect. laughs> like when you forget to open the screen yeah. door and the dog tries to yeah. go yeah. out, just like <laughs> bleh, and it makes that like face. Yeah, Lenore, <laughs> I think that's perfect because I think you know because you you've seen Lucian, mm-hmm. like you've put some things together about him. And so you're spending even more time with Autumn, like if that's possible. I mean, yeah. you're kind of with her 24 hours a day anyway. <laughs> um, the spirit is suffocating me. Oh my God. <laughs> so- <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, so, so Lucien, you're attempting to see Autumn, but you're getting thwarted by Lenore. Yeah. Um, and so how, Lenore, how does that take shape? Like you said, you're just sort of, what, what do you, what is that? I think like, while I'm still in darkest self, because I assume at some point we'll decide I come out of it, or I'm just like this the rest of the game, that's cool too. Um, 
but no, like no. we can talk about it right now yeah. really quickly so how did you get out of darkest self after the whole um interaction at the chateau with madeline and, and lucy i know that autumn's gotten tangled up in some dangerous business <laughs> <laughs> um so i think like i spend most of my darkest self time like just around autumn because i know she's capable of seeing me um yeah. Mm -hmm. So during this time, it's half like cryptic messages on the bathroom mirror fog and half like, oh, weird, the trellis that leads up to Autumn's window just broke off in the middle of the night one night when maybe some vampire was trying to climb it and be a butthole and like, <laughs> like just stuff like that. So just random things breaking around her and stuff, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but yeah, and I think I would just like keep like I'm obsessively keeping at trying to get her attention until she can eventually see me again. Okay, so Autumn, when do you see Lenore again? Like all these weird things are happening around you after this whole wild experience, Lucian giving you his blood. Yeah. Lenore's not around for a while. It's kind of weird, but all this shit's breaking around you. Why like... don't Why don't we have Lenore roll to turn me on? Okay. And find out. Oh, some ghost business. Okay. All right. <laughs> business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot. My other minus one. Yeah. I guess if I'm persistent. I do still have strings. On yeah, that. pull that string. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I will use one of my autumn strings. Blip, blip. Um, so, pile. Nope. <laughs> Why is there a question mark next to it? Do you feel right. this question That's... mark? No, is the answer. The answer oh my not. god. Oh, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. All right. Um, That's with my plus one. So yeah, so that doesn't work. So all of this stuff is breaking around you, Lenore. Yeah. Like, it's really weird. What do you do? Autumn. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. We're Autumn. the same person now. It's good. <laughs> the transformation is complete. Yes. Okay, so I am thinking a lot about Lenore. Um, I haven't seen her around, um, but it is it is this weird sort of like uncanny, uncanny thing. Ooh, ooh. In fact, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, riff on a creepy pasta I read a while ago. Oh, good. <laughs> so like, there was this one night when I was studying in my room, right, and I had my headphones on, had the music up pretty loud listening to Grumpster and uh, <laughs> cool. One of the band <laughs> I know, and, I uh, know, but still it's like, <laughs> well, there's like you a know, 44 kind of, year old man saying that is just yeah, weird. No, yeah, I know, right. I was trying to think of like one of the louder uh, bands on the mix. So yeah. anyway, um, and I was just really intent on, on this uh, project I was working on. Um, and my mom was off in rehearsals because there's the school play, of course, naturally. So I was home alone. And when I um, finally wrapped up around, you know, 10 o'clock or something, um, or no, I didn't even wrap up. I was I was taken out of my, my um, you know, sort of reveries, my scholastic reveries by my mom saying like, hey, Hey, you know, and I took the headphones off. She's like, why were you writing all this stuff on your, on your wall? You know, and I go over and I look and it's, it's in Lenora's handwriting and it's just like timestamp. So it's like 7.15, you still haven't noticed me. 7.45, you still haven't noticed me. 
you know, just like this log. And then, you know, every like, time I've tried to roll hot, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're you know, a 15, <laughs> why won't you turn around and look at me? You know, stuff like that. Right. Oh. Yeah. Toxic. So what do you do? <laughs> Toxic. You're biased. Yeah. What? That's enough out of you. Okay. Uh, Captain murder. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Captain murder. <laughs> Like a kinky ghost fucker. All right. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. My, my toxic trick is I fuck ghosts. Yours is, <laughs> yours is creeping around someone's bedroom. <laughs> uh, using their wall as a live journal. <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> Talk about, oh, yeah, shame me. All I do is fuck ghosts. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, so, um, so, oh my so, Autumn, God. so, so, what do you do, Autumn? Like, you're seeing these messages, like. Okay, like... so, so, you know, that tells me that Lenore is still around, but it, um, since this was a failed role, I'm gonna say, yeah, it has the opposite, you know, effect, obviously, and it, mm-hmm. it just makes me um, start to question, like, oh, who is this person, and do I really want to be associating with them? Yeah, I'd say that it's it's just prolongs the darkest self, Lenore. Yeah, for sure. Um, like going back into the the woodwork, as it were. I think maybe like that would keep going. Maybe the turning point and where you choose to see me is that like one of the messages I end up writing much later down this failure train. <laughs> instead of being about me, is I just write Madeline. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Okay, good. Oh, I have good, to good, acknowledge good. your presence and demonstrate how much I want you around. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Okay. So when you see that, what do you do, Lenore? I mean, Autumn, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Don't play into Lenore's hands. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, is, is this the proverbial um, steamed up mirror from the shower? Sure. Finger on the mirror moment. You know, handwriting on the mirror. Yeah. And it starts out just saying mad. And then it's like, Olin. I love that. Oh my God. Okay. So, Autumn, what do you do? I love it. So, this is like Northern California. So, of course, every time you take a shower, it turns into the fucking fog, like John John Carpenter's The Fog inside (laughs) your bathroom, right? It's just like billowing clouds of steam, Mm -hmm. right? So, I'm like standing, I've got the towel towel on the head towel wrapped around the torso thing going and i'm just like peering through the the mists here at this mirror as m-a-d-e-l-i-n-e gets spelled out and at that point i just say lenore perhaps perhaps in the in the in the steam you know, I can actually see that it's coalescing around a, a, the shape of somebody. Yeah. All right. Like, like. So, Lenore, you are seen again. Yeah. So I just kind of like step out from the fog in this Ooh. room where Ooh. Autumn is very <laughs> just wrapped Ooh. in a towel or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What and, happens? And. The, like I look relieved, and I tell Adam, "You're you're better than both of us." Ooh. Oh. Um. 
so I think, um, you know, I had been worried about you. So I, uh, I definitely just embrace you. Okay. And I say, where have you been this whole time? Always with you. Hmm. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on codependence, and I'll just say I'll say, don't ever leave me again. Looking into your eyes. All right. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm gonna do another turn on move here. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Now, sadly, I lost all of my strings. That's so. I know. I think yeah, I'm but just you're gonna... like hot. You're like hot a billion. So I know, I know. Um, <laughs> she's not traumatized at the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't have any conditions I can. I can uh... Well, I mean, I I haven't lost traumatized. I figure I probably kept it through. Oh, you're my still traumatized. Cells. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. All right, yeah. can I leverage traumatized? Sure. Yeah, yeah I'm vulnerable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So that's a. Yeah. Okay, don't ever leave me again. Plus one. Ooh, ooh. Plus one. <laughs> yes. Success. Yeah. Now I All got right. a string. So you have a string. Yep. And right. they choose. So, Lenore, what do you do out of the three options? Just uh, the first two are kind of the same option for this <laughs> question. Yeah, that's so, cool. yeah, I think I look you right in the eyes and I say, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. And um, yeah, I would like to, I would like to, for the first time ever, invoke my mortal sex move. I'm ready to be broken by your sex move. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh, All right, so let's go. So the next time I take my eyes off of them, they become their darkest self. I don't know how literal we want to be about that. <laughs> Like, like the next time I go to sleep, <laughs> or is it just kind of like as long as we're in each other's presence, it's okay. I want to like. You think? I think it would be like if your attention, like right. your focus, turns to someone else immediately. I'm just lost. Okay. Yeah. So like if Lucian came along and was like, hey. Yeah, we know right. Lucian's gonna be a problem because uh, he's yeah. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but the first also, time you don't. Also, Riley's a problem because you have puppy love too. Uh -huh, Everyone's right. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a 10 second timer that if you don't get a text back, yeah, bam, yeah. <laughs> like, right away, ghost. <laughs> Straight to ghost. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so um, yeah, so you're doing it. Doing it. Towel falls to the floor. Fade to black. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, so the next time you take your eyes off of Lenore, they become their darkest self. Yeah. So I would assume after this consummation of your relationship that you are going to go to the homecoming dance together? I mean, she wants to go. You ask? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going, I'm going. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that has been done. Great. All right. Lucian, you're shaking your head. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this? I mean... Uh, yeah, it's like I've given myself to Autumn. Autumn's given herself to me. Mm. And now, like, I'm being shut down every time I try to visit her and I can't mm. get rid of this ghost hoe in my house. 
Yeah. And <laughs> not to mention your human, not to mention the other human hoe. Uh, Adrian has been around, of course. That's right. Of course, yeah. Lest us forget Adrian. Yeah, I, I was gonna say what happened to Adrian. Uh, I was just still around. Me. Yeah, I was just looking at my string ratio on Adrian. <laughs> ratioed. Uh, <laughs> Being ratioed by my own Renfield. <laughs> Quotable episode ever. Yeah. Oh my god. by Redfield. Uh, All right. Yeah, so, so I'm mad. Okay, so so you're seeing so at school you're seeing Lenore and Autumn hand in hand, um, always together. What is that what is that doing to you? It's a lot of I feel like it's a lot of like me watching Autumn and her like walk by. And I don't know if Autumn looks at me or not. Leave that Does up to Autumn. Autumn, do you? Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh. So it's like yeah. a big, yeah, it's like a big will they, won't they kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. so there's some like long distance, like distance pining that's happening. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. And there's a big ghost wall. A, <laughs> two ply ghost wall between two us. Two ply ghost wall. <laughs> the vinyl siding of ghosts. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's all weather. Right, yeah. right, right. That shit does not crack. No, it, it does, does not. not. Vinyl okay. However, stucco, baby. <laughs> invoking a, invoking at another previous or uh, next time. I think in order to both suppress my thoughts about Lucian and demonstrate to Lenore my commitment. Um, we do go to the hair salon and I get my hair bleached so that we have matching hair. Wow. Whoa. That's hot. <laughs> but I'm what? also like a platinum blonde. I know. It's oh, like also, oh, it also oh, could be seen as a sign. It could also be yeah, exactly. seen as a, as a message to Lucian. I'm like, she's thinking of me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> you guys are so messy. All right. <laughs> so messy bitches. So speaking of which, Riley, um, where? <laughs> speaking of messy. <laughs> speaking of messy bitches. Back to Riley. Riley. Back to Riley. <laughs> um. So this video is out, and. You've been getting look. Have you been getting looks in the hallways? It seems like some people are looking at you a little, mm -hmm. kind of suspiciously. I, I think so. I think that uh, there's um, there's just this new era of danger. You know, like I, I, I don't know. I feel like dangerous is what keeps coming up, condition wise, where there's just like a uh, a reluctance to engage because. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, did you see? Did you see that? Oh my god! Like, like, you know. Yeah, whispers. Thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's the whispers in the rumor mill and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, happening, and so yeah. people who were that I was friendly with before, you know, maybe kind of give me the cold shoulder now, and I'm used to mm -hmm. being very socially uh, butterfluous, <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, and that's just not landing anymore because yeah. people are people are scared of me i think and what i might do if i you know um if if who knows what sets sets this guy off you know yeah so 
All right. So that's been Close. going on. Um, I think the condition would just be like, like you said, like, um, hmm. they're not quite sure. Like they haven't confirmed it, right? They haven't like confirmed that it's you, but there's a lot of things that would indicate like you're like the top like person. <laughs> like if you were really going to kind of deduce. Um, Autumn, you unmuted. Did you want to say something? Oh, I was just going to contribute if we wanted to. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be something as simple as scary. Oh, yeah. You know, you're just scary. You're scary. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So, so one of the afternoons, um, Mr. Vega, uh, basically there's a note that you get from one of the, like the secretary of the school. Um, like, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of a name right now. Um, but the secretary of the school, like they bring you a note and it's from Mr. Vegas saying to meet him after class in the homeroom class that you have with him. Okay. Okay. And so, so you decide to, do you decide to go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Especially if I haven't talked to Mr. Vega directly mm-hmm. uh, yet mm-hmm. since the incident. Mm-hmm. So you walk into the class. It's kind of weird because it's so empty and um, it's like later in the day. You know, it's at the end of the school day. So it feels a little like, you know, just just a strange little space where he's just there at his desk. He's working on some stuff on his computer and he closes it when you walk in uh, and says, Riley, thank you for, thank you for meeting with me. Uh, yeah, sure thing, Mr. Vega. Well, and uh, I might be a little discomfited at this point, like yeah. being so close to talking to Mr. Vega directly. I don't know if there's any, uh, flashes of what took place in the injections and the, oh, yeah. everything kind of breaking through. I have yeah. to fight to maintain my my calm. So are um, you afraid? Are you a little fearful? Based on like having these flashbacks? Yes, but not afraid of him, but more afraid of what I might do if I so, lose all right. control. Yeah, so let's 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 work on that. Let's keep your cool here. All right. So you're afraid of like losing control again? Yeah. Um, based on everything that happened that one that one fateful day. Right. It brings it all back, kind of. Okay. And so it's not necessarily mm-hmm. Mr. Big is the catalyst of that fear. Yeah, I think, not definitely. The, not the source yeah. or cause. Right. Right. Let's see here. Try to maintain. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> fail. That's a fail. It's a failure. Okay. Um. So you're feeling yourself like the feeling is coming up. Like this is this is too much. Like this is just reminding you of everything that happened that day um it's activating you a lot um you mark experience i hope 
Yeah. So I'll go to like sit down and do the thing where you like sit down, but immediately stand up and then you pace kind of I'm okay. clearly agitated, looking at the door, looking back <laughs> to Mr. Vega, mm-hmm. just really um, out of sorts. Okay. So suddenly, um, yeah. And you're really focused on like just moving, right? Just like moving in the classroom. Right. Um, and so Mr. Vega, um, you hear his voice kind of in the background as you're like really focused on not freaking completely out. Um, and suddenly like a phone is being like foisted on you. Like someone's handing you a phone. Okay. And, uh, I was probably mumbling a bunch of stuff about how I'm feeling some type of way. And then the phone cuts through this. It's like, what's this? And just look at it. Uh Uh-huh. And Mr. Vegas says it's, it's Linda. Oh, it's a phone. Someone's using their phone as a phone. (laughs) Okay. I was like ready to watch a video or something. No, (laughs) no, very normal. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think that, (laughs) that completely happens. And he's like, it's, I called her. Like, she's on the line. Oh, uh, hello? Riley, it's your aunt. Yeah, uh, I am. Are you okay? I, I don't know. I think so. I'm, I don't, I feel like I'm unraveling, uh, auntie. I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone anymore. I don't know okay. what I'm, I don't know if maybe I do sometimes, though. <laughs> Right. She starts, I don't. Yeah. What? What else? I don't know how to. I don't know how to keep this from getting out unless unless I wanted to. Mister Vega can help you. I look at him meaningfully with the phone yeah. up against my cheek. And he's looking at you like like night like benignly, like he's looking at you. And she says, "You can. He can help you." okay you need to listen to him uh all right he i mean he's uh he won't let me hurt anyone he won't he can help you figure out how not to more i mean i can help you he can help you he's someone who in the school who can help you and but what if what if i need to it's uh saved me a couple of times i or if I can use it to save others? What if... Maybe. You're getting ahead of yourself. Just try to calm down. So she starts okay. singing She starts singing a song to you in the your song. language. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind of coming through and it's kind of calming you down a bit um, okay. and helping you kind of get more centered as you listen and your pacing slows down a bit. Yeah. Um, where it might get to the point where you can like actually just sit down. Okay. Um, yeah even if you're sitting on the floor, um, just to kind of just calm and ground yourself. Maybe the whole uh, cross-legged on top of a desk sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, so she stops the song. She's like, are you are you okay? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I was just listening. I, th- I think I'm okay. Okay, I'm going to hang up now, but listen to Mr. Vega, okay? Okay, I'll see you later. Okay, bye. so what do you do then I'll hand the phone back to Mr. Vega 
Okay. So he takes it and puts it in his pocket and he sits down in a desk. You know, he sits on top of his desk and is looking at you. And he says, Riley, I know what you're going through because I went through it myself. I don't... <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, Mr. Vega, but I don't know that that's entirely accurate. He like shows... Yeah. So, yeah. So he shows you one of his hands and suddenly what appears, it looks like a giant like pads and, and like the nails grow. Oh. So he shows you his hand, which is like a giant paw. Okay. And then it and then it goes back in. Okay. The regular so, like human hand. <laughs> yeah, definitely react to that. What do you do? A, uh, I'm not not in a big bad way, but but it definitely like a jump, like a jump back kind of way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. legs come uncrossed. One hangs off the edge of the desk. You know. Mm-hmm hands go back to yeah. settle yourself not freaking out in a what kind of monster are you but in a like i how did i not know about you because i have this is a family thing for me how are you even a you know a very shock you know okay, do you, do you say anything here. do you do you say anything like um I think it's a very Forrest Gump kind of moment where he tries to articulate, you know, you're like me, but can't get the words out, you know? So, mm-hmm. but I think it comes across in, in, in the gestures and in, in, in the broken words that are coming out. You're, are you doing a sort of yeah. Um, yeah. co-mingling gesture like that? So he's like, yeah, I'm like you. That's how I know your aunts. There's a network, there's a network of us in this particular area. Well, not to get too Marty McFly about it, but Riley would say this heavy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so he pats you on the, he pats you on the shoulder. He's like, it's okay, son. You're not alone. And I can help you figure out ways to control it because it has to be controlled. Yeah. Yeah, I can't lose control like that again. I I heard Autumn and I'm probably look up at him, eyes shrink wrapped in tears. Yeah. And he says, I know, but she's okay now. She seems fine, weirdly. I'm not sure why, but she recovered pretty remarkably fast. Um but so he seems distracted by that, and then he just says, But we can work on that. I can work on it with you. Your aunts want me to. Yeah. Tell me everything. Okay. So, so, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just seeing. <laughs> Sorry, cute puppy. All right. So, um, <laughs> just appears like barf. Um, so, so he says, I can tell, I can tell you everything. And so, yeah, so that begins many afternoons with Mr. Vega um, learning about where he came from, what he does. And the message really is, is that you don't have to live this way. And if only you control yourself, you'll be free. Mm. And that if you really change yourself and really focus on it, you can live a normal life. 
It's it doesn't lot. have to be this way. But but you can still I mean do you have to give it up? Do you have to let it all go to to become normal? It's always going to be a part of you and it's a defect. Oh. We can change it though. And you don't have to live this way. So that's kind of, he's filling your head with those ideas that, um, mm. that there's a way out of this condition and that with enough focus and determination, you can be normal. Oh. So that's been happening for a couple weeks. However, hard, hard left <laughs> as we are closing in on some stuff here, closing our session out. What so I need to know dates. Who are you taking to the homecoming dance? What are you wearing? Like what's your what's your costume? And um I think those are the main two things, and then we'll do a next time on. So Lenore and Autumn, you or two are going together, correct? Yes. So yeah. what are you uh duh? Um yeah. and so it's <laughs> I literally have no choice. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, so, so are you doing a coordinated costume? Like, what are you going as, and what is what do the outfits look like? All right. First of all, first of all, oh, what? Just wanted to make a mechanical note here. Obviously, we're spending a lot of time together, according to the healing harm rules that will allow me to heal my harm. So, okay. Just a note there. I, I think I would also soothe Autumn's notion that people think she's some sort of whiner. Like, and make her yeah. feel powerful Ooh, again. I like that. Yeah, that's good yeah. too. Which would earn me a string on you because mm -hmm. I am the helpful ghost. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Love it. Um, but yes, we're going together. Um, I'm going Did as a fairy. You're going as a fairy? Straight okay. up. What's Lenore the color? can go however she wants. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm tapping. Well, you know, if she wants to coordinate, that's fine. But I'm not insisting on it. You know. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm tapping my mom's uh, theatrical resources to. You know, she's gonna like help me make the dress, and it's this kind of like satin, this pearlescent satin with uh, you know fairy wings and and a little garland and the you know the whole nine yards, right? Okay. Do you have a little mask on too? uh no but i'm just doing my makeup you know real to real look like a mask style. oh well is it literally a mask yes or is it, just it is costume? literally it is literally a masquerade well then fine it's just little little harlequin mask then, a little know? silver yeah a little silver yeah. harlequin mask yeah okay. exactly with like eyelashes on it or something mm -hmm. of course all right okay fine. i just yeah it's literally a literally a masquerade okay all right lenore what are you wearing um so yeah my look because Autumn is the focal point um, of everything. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, mine is definitely old fashioned looking. Um, my look in being creepy ghost is more like a creepy clown than anything <laughs> is what I think of for. Like a creepy um, Harlequin? Yeah, sure. But, um, and you know, and depending on how you look at it, it's like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Or, oh no. Oh no, <laughs> like <laughs> also good. Um, so you know, uh, but yes, but I'm just there to 
see autumn, be seen by autumn, and see everyone see autumn. <laughs> okay. So like what color, what like colors do you want to use for this? And like, what are you, um, how are you visioning this outfit? Yeah, I'm going to go. So I'm pulling this from my inspo. Yeah. Laura's, um, a cure for me video. Yeah. So yeah, it's like dark green um, and stripey. And the mask is like, it's not, it's not good. It's kind yeah. of like sad clowny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. Yeah. So it's just this sort of green. It is kind of like a clown sort of yeah. outfit. Stripes. I look like a cross between a curtain, which is mm -hmm. like, you know, calls mm -hmm. to my spirit. Definitely. Um, as yeah. you know. Um, yep. And a sad clown. <laughs> nice. Love it. Absolutely love that. Okay. Uh, Riley, who do you, if you ask somebody out in the homeroom class, uh, who is it? Well, and what well, do I you think? I want to ask Autumn. I want to ask Autumn if, uh, go <laughs> how does that okay how does that go I mean, that might be a whole thing i don't know we could flash back we could let's flash back to that at the beginning of the next sesh but okay. it definitely happens but it, you get rejected so um, okay, the ultimate outcome is yes the ultimate outcome is i'm you, busy okay you're not you're not going oh what no no, no. the ultimate outcome is from autumn Oh, yeah, she's yeah, busy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. so, so you get rejected. And, um, so who do you decide to ask? Um, I, I'll probably end up going with, um, hmm, I want to say I'll probably end up going with Kyle and Kiku then. Okay. Yeah, so they definitely a will. With them. Uh huh. And, yeah. yeah, they still they still look at you, and they don't look at you in the same way that other people have been kind of whispering. They kind of are still treating you like they accept you, and they're happy to be your friend. Hmm. So they've okay. been a, a little respite amid the um, the storminess that's been happening. And in mm -hmm. fact, in fact, Kyle's been asking a little bit like, what, like, why are you spending so much time with Mr. Vega and stuff like that? Cause he's noticed that. So, gotcha. but so what are you three, what are you going to go as? Like, what do you want to, what are your costumes going to be? Uh, I don't know a lot about the Phantom of the Opera. You don't <laughs> because... have to, it could be any, it could be any, any masquerade party would just be just a thing that conceals your face. So it could be any theme, any format. Um, I was thinking about a rubber wolf head, but um, you should go <laughs> as a, like Gaston Bell and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cute. Wow. That would be adorable. Do you like that idea? Uh, that would be cool, but we would definitely have to um, bend it, you know, like mm -hmm. Kiku should be Gaston. Yeah. And um, yeah. And Kyle, I... Kyle takes the opportunity to go as Bell. <laughs> yeah. I mean something that yeah, you can't get out of the exploring. beast. You're gonna be the yeah, beast. You're, you're, you're yeah. I have to be the beast. I mean, you're kind tall. of lampshading it is yeah, like exactly. also kind of cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've been talking about like, look, everyone's talking. You know, if you just like, mm -hmm. if you turn it on its head and get in front of it that way, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's probably uh, Kiku's yeah. uh, influence with that. Yeah. So. Definitely. So yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So you have like this beast head mask and yeah. So then they have their little masks too. And like the blue jacket 
and yeah yeah looking all nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love it i love that that's so good yeah and, and Kiku right. is gaston is pretty awesome with the yep. like low cut with the, mm-hmm. the laces and all that the red mm-hmm. the red tunic shirt and all that. yeah <laughs> and kyle's in his like yellow gown as bell yeah nice. yeah okay that all sounds good good i love it okay so lucian mm. Who are you going by yourself? Are you going with Madeline? And if you are, what are you wearing and what's going on there? Yeah, I'm going with Madeline. Okay. So what's been going on with this relationship? Like what what is this what is this agreement or connection that you have? Um, she's very much like haunting me. Okay. Um I kind of see her as a um kind of a what did I try to say like a manifestation of my of my like inner guilt mm-hmm. okay um so she's kind of just um I think she's you I think she is like uh draining me emotionally yeah. mm-hmm. um so I'm kind of being fed upon by her yeah. Yeah. um I'm at her whim but mm-hmm. uh but not um, it's only like, like if she's there, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, consensual, absolutely. it's consensual because she's there oh, yeah. and I can't have autumn right now. That's right. Right. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So she's okay. definitely taken on this, like, like I'm in this downward spiral of depression, you know, over the, over the weeks. And mm. when I'm at school, I'm just like looming around where autumn is Mm -hmm. um madeline obviously doesn't come to school right um and then uh you know and and then you know i get shut down by lenore um and so i just disappear you know for Mm -hmm. another week or two okay all right so and i've told i've told adrian to stop sending people to me yeah um Mm -hmm. probably in like a in like an anger, like sad anger, I've probably yeah. lashed out at Adrian a few times, mm-hmm. and just kind of been like, told him to leave me alone. Yeah, he does. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with him anymore. He actually does, because um, he pull, pulling on your conditions of not so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's like, like you're not the you're not the person like you were when I first like met you. But so I don't have anything for you. So he's happy to abandon you. Um, okay, so that's really deep and dark. And yep. so what are you going to wear? I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> here's here's, uh, here's what... Uh, okay. Yeah, so I, I am... It. Yeah, I'm wearing uh, all white. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, uh, white and gold, uh, mm-hmm. the opposite of my normal black and silver. Yeah. Uh, white coat kind of draped around me, around my shoulders, wearing like um, almost like militarized white, like fancy clothes. You know, they have like epaulets on them and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like a like a kind of a, a prince, like prince. Yes. Like, it gives yeah. Like a prince feel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of prince meets like Jareth from Labyrinth a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Ruffled sleeves and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Very mm-hmm. stylish. Uh, my mask is very Phantom of the Opera mm-hmm. in kind of a a reflection of where I live. So it's like a mm-hmm. like 
uh, gaudy, once opulent mask that is now covered in like cracks and mm-hmm. hiding, you know, calling back to the Phantom of the Opera and his mm-hmm. his deformity that he hides from the world. That's right. what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Madeline is mm-hmm. kind of dressed as uh, as who she sees me as. Um, so she is wearing like kind of gothic black, like Mm -hmm. vampire girl attire, Mm -hmm. high high collar on the neck, Mm -hmm. um, exposed chest, Mm -hmm. but her mask, uh, because she can't reveal who she is, uh, is just like Mm. black, um, uh, pallid mask, um, stoic expression over her, over her lower, the lower her fat face basically nose and mouth nice so just Mm. her eyes are visible yeah just her eyes love it okay that's awesome so we are closing as you're all walking up to the school to go into the gym for this dance and there's music coming out from the gym and um people are giggling and laughing and talking and the four of you are making your way toward the gym and we will fade to black um, to resume mm. next time so yeah wow what awesome, a session awesome. yeah what no a sesh shit. we're Jeez. almost done um so rainy next time on monster hearts Ooh. all right um next time on monster hearts um uh yeah lucian's standing there in all of his glowing white and gold splendor Mm -hmm. um and i kind of appear over well under one shoulder (laughs) behind (laughs) um and i stand up on my tiptoes get a little bit too close to his ear and I say, seems like you're a little haunted. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe someone should help you with that. And then I like slip back into the crowd. Nice. Mm. <laughs> okay. I love it, love it, love it. All right. Riley, next time on Monster Hearts, aka Santi. <laughs> yeah, we see Riley kind of falling back a little bit in his uh, homecoming night get up and mm-hmm. he's looking a little roughed up and he's got like the he's got some blood on his face like from his nose and around his mouth and stuff like that. And he stands up and kind of wipes and looks at it like, you can't do this to me, man. I'm telling you, it's not like that anymore. And from off camera, you hear kind of a, a chuckle because behind him are two other people. Mm. Know who they are right now exactly yet. But uh, when there's like, um, a, after the chuckle, there's a loud bang and one of them falls as the other person behind him tries to catch them. And Riley, of course, looks back at the people behind him that he was between this apparent threat and when he looks back, he's like doing the whole, you know, no, and um, you know, starting to change and rip out of the the velvet and the 
some other fancy silk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> nice. Half, half of it? No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Fabric, it's satin or stuff. velvet. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Got it. There you go. Yeah. The rich stuff. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, very, very good. Um, all right. Who wants to go next? I can go. Right. Um, so Autumn is in the next time on Monster Hearts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> next time on Monster Hearts, Autumn is in the fluorescent lit bathroom. You know, just a quick, quick little bathroom break, washing her hands. She looks up, and in the mirror there is another girl wearing this elaborate black dress with a black mask covering her face. And she lowers the mask, and it is Madeline. And she says, hello, Autumn. Did you miss me? Oh my god. All right. Kenny. <sighs> David kind of took mine. What's <laughs> 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 well, it be about Lucian anyway, right? Yeah. Lucian a little bit. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll morph mine a little bit to adapt to yours. So, um... <laughs> Uh, it's during one of the dance scenes mm -hmm. and we're all dancing at the masquerade ball and I'm dancing with Madeline, Lenore and Autumn are dancing together and we keep getting a little too close um, mm -hmm. and then finally there comes a time where Lucian can't take it anymore and he stops dancing, he grabs Autumn by the arm and rips her away from Lenore. Ooh. And then like just brings her in for a hard kiss right on her mouth. And Lenore just mean mugs the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I'd probably Riley probably mean mugs the shit out of you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um next time on Monster Hearts, uh the whole uh building is dark. We hear the fire alarms going off, you hear the water sprinklers going, and it's just pure chaos. And scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. Nice. All these to happen. <laughs> that sound of the like the, the doors with the like push bar, crash bar openings, mm -hmm. like you know, mm -hmm. being slammed into but not opening. Uh -huh. That unmistakable sound. Mm -hmm. hmm. Choice. <laughs> <laughs> very that. Very that. Cool. Well, thank you again, everybody, for another wild <laughs> session. I never, awesome. I never know where it's gonna go. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I have no idea what y'all are gonna bring to the table. It's, it's yeah. always a joy and a pleasure. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and yeah, it's always <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. never really sure till I'm finished talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have no idea what's going on, but yeah. Anyway, thanks again. Yep. You can learn to if I could change the way that you see yourself You would wonder why you're here They don't deserve you A 
tried to scream But my head was underwater If you would like support for mental and behavioral health concerns in the U.S., call SAMHSA's free and confidential National Helpline 24-7, 365 days a year at 1-800-662-HELP-4375 or use the crisis text line by texting HOME to 741-741. For international helpline info, Go to helpguide.org slash find-help.htm.